When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by Mega Ran, T-Call, Neo X, Rock Knowledge, and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> All right. What it is, what it did, and what it do. I go by the name of G1 to the rescue, and I do represent the three most important letters in sports, entertainment, digital media on the Southwest. MMP. Welcome to episode 193 of Matt Mania Podcast. Y'all know what it is. We got the squad in the building. By the numbers, to my immediate right is the homie, the villain, Teak Hall. You know what it is. Teak, what's cracking? Yo, what up? It's your baby mama's favorite podcast. This is what she be listening to. She be listening to in the tub with the candles lit after she put the kids to bed, getting the wrestling tape. You know, uh, you yo, know. yo, real quick. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I know we're, I think we're live broadcasting, but are we signed into like all the others, uh, all the other forms of media like Twitch? And I'm all signing. That I'm signing every single one of yeah? them. Yes, sir. Okay, just yep. making sure. Yeah, no, nah, I did that before we even started. Yes, sir. And then, uh, and then for lack of a better way to put it out there directly directly up under me uh is uh of course our you know frequent guest friend of the podcast the big homie marcos what's up man what's going on big man? Marcos. Uh, the at sunset kid five six and ig representing zovi here just uh glad to be a part of being the fill-in hispanic aka the the Hispanic Lion, according to uh, G1 earlier. <laughs> the the Hispanic Lion. I like that, though. You know, just, you just over, here, over here being super big and, and super hairy. Bro, you, you just put First yourself off, over. Man. You might want to keep that as a, as an AKA, the Hispanic Lion. That's hard, bro. Hey, that's T.O. That, that's Neo's T.O. right there. That's, that's right. Right. And, then, and then speaking of Hispanic we'll Lions, let's over. Get, he also holding down the um the the um Hispanic spot for rock. So it's funny that we had one <laughs> not making it and you called in a called in the audible and got marked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta get that Latino gang gang in there. Yeah, yeah. Shout uh shout out to Ali Book and Mega Rand. Now speaking of Hispanics, let's get into uh of course our our <laughs> other resident Hispanic on the show. Uh you know our boy. T.O., Neo, and of course he'll introduce himself properly. 
What's up, me gente? Thanks for joining us again for another episode. Again, it's 193 of the Matt Mania Podcast. We're almost at 200, boys. Hey. It's, we're getting there. Neo we're, is the most Mexican person I know. Whoa. <laughs> I would, I would say that, but being from where I'm from. Well, yeah. she don't know. <laughs> she don't know about Mexican. Man, oh, no, Neo, the way you love, you love Jordan's like, um, like American Mexican food. <laughs> oh, like a straight up, like a straight up taco. Whoa, but the, you know, the question is, do you wear them with jungle jeans? <laughs> that's, a, that's a violation no. if you do, bro. I, I wear it. I wear them with uh, I wear them with tight Levi pants and my big ass Spanish belt buckle. Oh, looking like, looking like a like a championship belt. <laughs> so your man is out there like who's oh, that dude from IG yeah. that just be doing the pelvic thrust videos for no reason? Oh, uh, Tio Choco. Yeah, Tio Choco. Yeah, yeah, out there with his Jordans doing the Tio Choco, like uh, with uh, the big mustache uh, uh. and the hat on. <laughs> Neo, I tell you what, though, when it when it comes to Jordan, Neo, can you go ahead explain it for me? I need to know what what the infatuation with Latinos and Jordans is. You know what? It's just. I don't know what the direct infatuation is. I I don't know what the direct infatuation is, but for me, I just like Jordan's Bizikes and I like threes and I like fives. And I think that's (laughs) it. Like I don't have any other Jordan infatuation. Well, if I can can speak for the Dominican Lamarick, uh, from Brooklyn, New York, we, uh, the the Jordans were in the hood. We're in the hood like uh baby strollers and uh chicklets. We out there everywhere, you know? One through thirteen, fifteen gets a pass. You know <laughs> but you know, we we out there, you know, we don't mess with anything above seventeen though. But I mean I know Latinos they got the Jordan symbol tattoo on the jump man. Well that's that's on another level. Because you know? they jump I in that fence. <laughs> Woo. He said it, not me. Oh wow, hey. Neo, Neo said it, Woo. not me. He can say it. Hey, <laughs> wow, Texas is open. Texas wow, is open. I well. just caught that. I just caught that. That's that's fucking hilarious. Hey, Texas is open, so all my people at the border down there. Oh jump my God. you know what? And you I don't know, know what, what Neo, that's all about. Neo, you get the smallest belt in the world based on that because of that comment. That's you. <laughs> but it looks like a wing eagle, so that's good. I mean, it is. It what's, is. Going, what's, what's up with that whole scenario though? Why would you unleash as big as the state as Texas is? Why would you do that? Like, is it really that yeah. serious? Are we, are they really hurting? They, to they not wear a mask. Their, their infection rate is declining because of increased vaccinations. But on the other hand, they're just opening up the floodgates to just demolish the, uh, the, the hospital and the medical system just one more time. Like they're they're begging for it. Wow! If we got I, hey, if we got anybody from Texas that's watching us right now live on any of our respective platforms, uh, chime in. If you got comments, type a comment. We can see every comment that you leave, and if it's something you know important or funny or relevant, we'll put it on the screen. But anybody it. from Texas, chime in. You know what? I'm not from Texas, but honestly, <laughs> I feel like it's a political move. These guys are just trying to get reelected. You know, if uh, if the population get pinned down, they don't care. <laughs> they they want to be on record and be like, nah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't infringe on your civil liberties because you know there's certain states out there that they're real like 
I can't even comment. It's just it's just a whole different ball game. That's the only thing. Yeah, man. You know, Smugs said Smug said the only reason why Texas is opening up because they were all their numbers were declining because they were under. Uh, there it is. They were in stuck in their homes because of that winter storm. Oh yeah, man. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. If if anything, uh, the guy that um, what's it called the the senator that we'll not mention here. Correct. Oh, because he's, uh, he's been buried for three episodes already. Yes, yeah, he's the burial of the week. I, I think Mr. burial of the first three over months. There. He just wants to take the focus. You know, if the numbers spike, he's gonna be like, "I'm gonna do everything to make sure to keep y'all protected." Like, you know, you got you gotta you gotta create a situation to become well, the hero. Believe him at that point. Right, there's no protection in any of that shit. That you just completely just show the villain teak is right, but. It's 2021, man, and I feel like, yo, everything is happening. People out here uh, operating like they have CGI uh, and reset <laughs> buttons. The world, and it's like it's just uh, wild, man. Everybody think everybody think they John Wick, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking. I, I'm not, I don't even care what's going on right now, man. I'm looking four years ahead. I'm looking forward to the next election. Let's go, Dwayne Johnson, the Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Hey, if he really talking about running for president, hey, I'm, I don't know. I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think he is, but I just like, like honestly, I am looking forward. What's the thought to, of it? Yeah, not even that. I'm just looking forward to the day that we can all sit and be like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And not have to worry about nothing, but. You know, who knows, well, man? One day at a time. The president said that we're all supposed to be, you know, have uh, available <laughs> to be, you know, get, be, I'm sorry, have vaccines available to us by the summer. So the question is, if you get a chance to get a vaccine, are you going to take it? Um, he said the rock says God bless America. <laughs> That's question. <laughs> Breaking news! <laughs> Breaking news! Uh, your special uh, guest over here. I am fully vaccinated for about thirty days now. Okay, and I have no problems. As you can see, I have not gained my X Men mutant abilities yet. Um, you know, you ain't got a third nipple somewhere. Nah, man, I'm just out here, but I'm still protecting myself because it's not just about you; it's about survival of us as as human beings. I'm not Absolutely. out there being being a super spreader. I'm still wearing Absolutely. my mask and everything. Uh, in case y'all can see, because I'm filming from the neck up, I'm a big boy, so I gotta make sure that COVID ain't out there personally looking out for me, because you know, like the Jordan meme, he's a Mark was out here without a mask, and I took yeah. that personally. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> it don't, it don't, it don't discriminate. Like it doesn't matter who you are, and, and again, you could always carry the pathogen to to a loved one, and nobody yep. wants to do that. So yeah, and real and, and real quick, I think this honestly needs to be said too. Um, you know, just speaking out against people who are being like really negative towards the Asian community in the, in the wake and all this. Oh, first first of all, awful. go to hell. That's foul. Like we joke about stereotypes all day until we blew in the face. But at the end of the day, you cut any single person on the show. Everybody bleed red, man. So please stop, stop bullying our, our Asian brothers and sisters, man. We, we fuck with y'all. We love y'all, man. We hate that we even have to say this type of shit. On the show, so yeah, man. Like those are, those are facts. Everybody, be safe. Whatever you believe in, just be safe, man. Mm-hmm. That 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 should be above everything. Safe. Everybody, be out there safe and healthy. That's it. In fact, I mean, I'm a big believer in the double mask. So if you have your your standard mask, put a cloth mask over that one. 
just keep safe, wash your hands, carry your disinfectant. I honestly believe that we're going to be wearing masks up until 2025. You know what I'm saying? I think when I go to a wrestling show, I, I will probably wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Cause I can, I can just put my, I can put my popcorn in the mask and then just throw it over. And <laughs> you know what? You know what? And I, and I'm, you know, God bless everybody else at Bombshell Boy. Uh, my 5G is legit, bro. We over here, <laughs> multi-coastal. We got a Verizon, so we good on that. But, um, <laughs> like, although I got vaccinated, I, I feel like this is just the first step. You know, we're not out of the woods. Like Neo said, like, you know, people like, yo, they gonna have people at WrestleMania. I wasn't like, okay, I'm there. I was kind of like, hmm, those are people from different countries and, and different areas. Like, I'm, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, you no, know, you have a great point because they're different people from different areas. And, you know, we, we kind of operated under this, you know, ignorance, but at the same time, what would, what would always happen after WrestleMania or, or Starcast? You would get sick. You would get sick, right? Yep. You would, get, what, what, what would you call it? The, uh, kind of like a Comic Con flu. Right? right is what they would call it right and that's the thing like we if knowing what we know now i think you know when we do another event i think we're going to be a lot safer because you know, i don't know about y'all but I'll, I'll definitely have masks on me sanitizer make sure shit's clean you know because again like who wants to get that comic-con flu to also you know what i mean saying? any any sporting event where you have a man next to you female whoever real all up close next to you you leave out there, your first thing is like, man, I want to get home and shower. I don't know about y'all, that's how I feel. Every WrestleMania, like the first yep. thing that I that I do where I get back to my hotel or to my crib, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Let me, me like, wash but off yo, the, the, the day. Think about how nasty we were before this, though. I was just watching like oh something God. on YouTube earlier, <laughs> and they were talking about people doing people doing body shots in the club. Like, think yo, about doing a body shot on somebody. Crazy. I don't even, uh. And look, not, not now. I don't know if I'm talking about somebody, like. That's crazy. First of all, bro. shout out to nerd culture and wrestling culture. We all know that there's, there's, uh, there's dark secrets there. There's always that one individual that doesn't, <laughs> like, apparently sex or race or anything doesn't matter. There's always that one dude that is like, hey man, you out here with, uh, you doing a $5,000 trip and you couldn't sprint for the $2 deodorant, my man? Like, oh, God. And that's everywhere. I've seen that. I've seen that at every, and it's always like a gathering where people are here to enjoy a certain fandom. Yo, chicks too, though. Like, like, that's why I said, <laughs> bro, chicks no. go to the club. Listen, ladies, I'm not excusing you. I swear to God, it's fine as some of y'all be. Y'all know better. Do not run up trying to dance on me and uh, right before you come up, when you get to about here, all I smell is grilled Maxwell Street hot dog onions. Oh, now nah, y'all, you bogus. You super I don't even know what that is. You smell like, you smell like Portillo's. That's some Chicago <laughs> shit. I will fucking clown you to your face in the middle of a crowd if you walk up on me because it's happened before. I've had to First do of it. all, first of all, you can't like, mention oh. Chicago without shouting out my man Chicago Rob. Hey, oh, hey. That's, uh, that's the weed man. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's also the homie. He's the homie first. <laughs> right. For sure, for sure. Well, shout out to Chicago He's Rob. I personally home. didn't know who he was, but if you from I the think, I think, I think you've seen You don't have to have nobody in the club freestyling all in your face drunk because you got masks on. 
and you gotta be <laughs> so right. right you gotta have your you ain't gotta have your hot taco or pizza breath all up in my face trying to spit your latest bars to me oh please okay. yeah <laughs> what's up Sean yeah. what's good yeah. didn't did Rand have a song about like what to do at Comic Con did he <laughs> I, I, I think I, it wouldn't right. surprise me if he does. Like, you know, Ram make a song about anything. Man, New York Comic Con is something else. <laughs> but it's it's the same concept. Like, like what you do at Comic Con is essentially the same thing. <laughs> what up, Josh? It's like always like it's tight spaces with no ventilation is always a bad idea. Oh, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you got. Especially if you got gassy ass, musty ass motherfuckers, like it's not cool. All right, y'all. Uh, before we go any further, let's go ahead and get into uh, one of our favorite segments on the show. Y'all know what time it is. It's the put over. So uh, this is when we talk about anything this week that we might have enjoyed outside of the world of professional wrestling, which of course we got the week in that to cover in just a little bit. But we'll go around the table and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go last. Uh, we're going to start with my right with the villain T called T. What you putting over this week, man? And, if, and real quick, if anybody got any put overs, please feel free to put them in the comments. We will read them here on the show. Well, I think me and Neo are going to share a put over unless he changed his mind, but no, my put over is going to be close enough. It's a HBO original animated, um, like adult animated comedy. Okay. And, um, they just released season two. I'm three episodes in. How far are you, Neo? Same. About three episodes in. I just, uh, dropped off from, uh, Cyber Matrix. Okay. Yeah. So three episodes in then. I honestly gotta say, I think they came out super strong. Like the first episode, um, Josh gets shredded was hilarious. <laughs> I want to be able to lift you. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so tell me about close enough that I haven't heard of that one yet. New, new animated sitcom. You know, I'm all for it. What's up? Again, it's, it's season two. It's, it's made by the creator of a regular show, JG. Oh, shit. Okay. So it's got that same anime, animation style and a lot of the jokes because it's on HBO, a little bit more edgier. They curse. Uh, it's a lot more, it's a lot more raunchy, but it's still funny. Oh man, I'm ready for that. I'm gonna have to check that out. So HBO yeah, it's Max. about, um, it's, it's, it's about, uh, parents and their child who are, um, roommates with some of their friends and just, you know, hijinks that come along with, um, like, Parenthood, like middle well, age, because stuff they, they live in LA and they can't afford uh, somewhere to somewhere to live, so they have to room up with their roommates who are divorced. Right? Wow! And they're raising this kid in <laughs> LA, uh, and again, they take like these very and same thing like regular and show, hijinks and sue. <laughs> yeah, they take like a super basic concept, and then it, they just blow it up to like eleven. Is what it is. <laughs> Tink, I had a I had a random thought just now. I'm like, if if you and me had ever actually got an apartment together, you know what our crew would be called at that point. <laughs> the divorced what? roommates. Uh, Y'all get uh, shirts. <laughs> divorced roommates crew. <laughs> we could think we could think of, we could think of a better we could think of a better crew name than that, man. It's just the, it's no, it's the, it rescue villain enterprises all day. But no, it's just it was the funny portion of uh <laughs> But close enough, HBO Max, y'all know, subscribe, 
Uh, yeah, shout out we, to the Max. We'd be, we be over there. We'd be Divorcees International or something. We got to be something. Divorcees International. It's just the simplicity of the divorce roommates. It sounds like a Seth Rogen film just waiting to happen. You <laughs> uh, might have already thought about it already. Oh, no. Who knows, right? But shout out to Seth Rogen who actually just launched his uh his or is about to launch his weed brand houseplant, by the way. And speaking of which, let's get into Marcos. Marcos, what is your put over this week, sir? My put over uh this week is gonna be conflicted. The two thousand twenty one classic uh that was straight out of uh, the nineties, two thousand by Griselda. Uh, the whole team over there giving us a banger, uh, straight to video that might have been certain theaters. Um, it's one of those movies, man. We were talking off air that it's like, it had, it has all the parts that's needed for it to be a hip hop, uh, slash the movie from the mid nineties, two thousands. Like, you know, we got somebody come out of jail, got the drug game. Like, like, the a, only, like a paid in full type. Yeah, it's like vibe. a paid in full, but it's not. It, it, it's like um, it's a better version of the state property movies. I think uh, the acting is a little bit better. They got some people that are acting. Like honestly, I wanted to be. I felt like like I almost wanted to be part of, of the Buffalo scene. Uh, <laughs> hard, hard body uh, soundtrack, of course. You know, Griselda never slouches when it comes to that hard hitting hip hop. You know, friend of the podcast, uh, West Side Gun, him and his team doing big things. Go check it out. Like the Absolutely, man. Yo, shout, out, you, shout out to the homie. Did you, you know? get to uh, watch up until, like, did you get to see Michael Rappaport pop his head in or anything oh like that? Oh, my God. Like, yo, I swear to God. Like, <laughs> I literally, I, <laughs> first of all, Michael Rappaport is a national treasure. And I feel like, like somebody, like, hit him up and was like, Hey man, you got some time to do this scene, and like he looked at the he looked at the script, and that's all he did, and then it was kind of like he was just being Michael Rappaport. Like honestly, that no, I mean he really those guys though. Like he fucks with he fucks with Benny and them. Yeah, like it's it's definitely it looks like the movie was made with a lot of love. Uh The plot of course is by the numbers, but you know it's good to see something classic. For now, because you know, like I'm a little bit older, but my nephews ain't probably never seen something like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like it make it just makes being gangster cool. Yeah. Like, hey, and you know what? If uh, if you're looking for a spot to uh, watch them, you know, them, them the the old school hood movies, two V TV. Yes, sir. He's got a bunch of hood movies. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Much love to Tubi. Uh, all, all three seasons of Beast Wars Transformers on Tubi. So I watched that. First of all, uh, what was that? do they have that 2000s classic, uh, Hot Boys on there? Where I gotta we, check. I know Hot Boys is on there. That's gonna be crazy. You, uh, first of all, for those of you that never seen Hot Boys, you gotta watch Hot Boys just until the barbecue scene <laughs> when Homeboy is talking to the dude that's grilling. And he's pretty much like, hey man, so me and you get this hotel, right? And me and you get it popping. And I was like, what? What is going on? Wow. Interesting. Interesting dialogue. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I was like, somebody did not prove for you. Right. And, uh, uh, again, the put over is conflict, conflicted. Go see that movie. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Much love, Marcos. Now, um, and, and Neo and Teak, y'all really shared your put overs. Neo, you didn't have an individual one. 
No, I, I was watching uh, Close Enough, and that was going to be my put over. Uh, okay. So, yeah, and I think Rand even said it in the chat. He was looking for some pretty easy stuff to digest, and that's definitely a very quick digestible show to watch. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, that's what's up. I'm going to check it out. To add on to just something about Close Enough, um, the episodes are like you get two episodes a show. So each episode is like two 15-minute episodes. Oh, like old school cartoon shit. Like they still do it with Animaniacs on Hulu. So, okay, that's why. Yeah, yeah like Aqua Hunger Force or something. Like you get two yeah, episodes of show. Absolutely. No, I'm definitely going to check it out. All right. And I know we we're bouncing around, but it was funny because something that Marco said was really amusing. Because I was at Ross trying to find, you know, like some socks and stuff. And I found these Buffalo socks. <laughs> they, were, they were sand socks. And they, were, they had the Buffalo Bills on them. And I looked at them. Ooh. For a little bit, but then I said, I don't really watch sports ball. Bro, you look at You gotta grab them now, yo. Like, at the end, at the end of conflicting, you're gonna be like, man, I should grow up in Buffalo. Like, for no yeah, reason. Marcos, check that, check the head out, Marcos. Uh-uh. Okay, Midwest kids. I see. Hey, you know, I need one and all my damn show, honestly. Not, bu- need- not Buffalo. Bro, I need one and I got you. Wherever you got that from, I need one, bro. Midwest kids, we gonna shout them out if that's a brand, yo. I, had one. A, I ordered that offline. It took me a month to get it. Oh damn. Okay. Well, if we can get them quicker, I need one. Preferably yeah, black we, 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 we need to get that. Me, I, I'll show you some of the craftsmanship on it. You see that? Support yeah. it. Support your local art dealers on it. Oh, uh, that's fly. Midwest kids. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that in mind. So, all right, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get into I'm gonna get into my put over real quick without any further ado. My put up my put over this week uh, as we're about two episodes. We're two episodes into the, into the latest season, which is Power Rangers Dino Fury. Okay. Okay. Uh, yep. Yep. Power Rangers Dino Fury, based on what I've said for the last year, is my probably my top five favorite Super Sentai series, uh, Ream Soldier, which I expressed I love so much. So obviously in true Power Rangers fashion, this is the Ream Soldier footage mixed with some American footage, <laughs> mixed with some voiceovers for just good old fashioned Power Rangers fun. This time around though, the cinematography I think has like really kicked up a notch because this is the out of the two Hasbro seasons, this and the last season, Beast Morphers, this is the first one this that Hasbro had full, full, like full control over. Like, like Hasbro really like threw the bag at at uh, Simon. Yeah, ben. because like I, I feel like the last season, uh, the the previous they just bought it and it was already in the bag. Yeah, man. Nah, this this season is dope. So, ba- so basically, short synopsis. Uh, we have Zato, who's, uh, who's from another planet, 65 million years, uh, ago. Him and his, him and his guys, who are basically knights of another planet, all went to war against Void Knight and, and a, a bunch of little beings called Sporks. And, and so, to clarify, this is like live action, right? It's not animated. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's live action. Anybody who's watched Power Rangers Dude, over the last it 28 years. Power Rangers. Right. <laughs> Anybody who's watched Power Rangers over the last, uh, 28 years, you know. First of all, an animated Power Rangers would be fire. 
that Hasbro is planning some things because they're talking about um, doing more stuff rooted in the comic universe, and they're talking about the possibility of an animated series. So more on that to come. But uh, but yeah, man, Zato's a man out of time, and uh, prior to now, his whole war ended up on Earth somehow. And they had a little company met from the dinosaurs. So he been a ranger. Technically he would be the first, he would be the first official Red Ranger on Earth before Jason. If this is okay. Brian Cranston would not agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Get him on the line. Get him on the line. Oh man. And so, and so, and so present day, you got a scientist. Brian Cranston's bedroom, G1, and you gonna lie? On the show, ah, uh, David Fielding. Technically, if we're talking about the show, not the not the recent movie, but uh, present day, you got a you got a young scientist and you got a young uh, social media reporter um, that's trying to report on this artifact called Dino Hinge, in which the secret base has been under Dino Hinge forever. Uh, there they meet Solon, who's an android dinosaur type vibe, who's been watching over uh, Zato as he's been frozen in time. And yeah, uh, shit gets bad and they end up becoming Power Rangers, long story short. But, uh, gotta check out the show. Like I said, the cinematography this time, even for Power Rangers, even for this to be aimed at kids, they really stepped it up a notch. Uh, the music, uh, guy by the name of Bert Sellin, who has a lot of, uh, roots in television music and a couple of movies, he did the music this time. So they went more for like an EDM type vibe which is phenomenal in, in certain scenes. So the music really sets certain scenes off, especially the morph. If y'all go to my Instagram page, y'all will be able to see that little clip. Which is? Uh, at G1 to the rescue on all There you go. There you go. G1 to the rescue. But anyway, man, no, that's G1, the... That's are my... you going to see... G1, are you going to see the pink and yellow ranger at um, Gotham? Oh, Nakia and Cat? Hell yeah. Hell, I've been wanting to meet them forever. And I, and I follow... And they got an uh, OnlyFans? <laughs> they don't uh, have they don't have a OnlyFans, but they do but they do like us. They be they working have, with the Power Ranger helmet on. No. <laughs> like us, they do have they do have uh, like a little podcast they do and a Patreon uh, and a YouTube blog that they call Power Rangers Playback, to where they That's they, sit, they sit for no time. <laughs> they sit and watch old episodes of Power Rangers with them on it, and they have like little critique and commentary. See, that's dope, though, because, like, shout-outs to, like, people right now, like, reliving, you know, like, uh, th- there's a there's a podcast called, like, uh, Office Ladies, and then you have that one, and they, you have um, Zach Braff uh, doing the the Scrubs we rewatch, you know, like, those things are cool. I really like those shows. Hell yeah, so uh, much, much love to, uh, to, to Kat and Ikea, a.k.a. Kat and Tanya from Power Rangers Zio and Turbo. Uh, they'll be here in Arizona. Uh, they'll be at Collector's Marketplace one day and then mask on. At, and then they'll be, yep, social distancing mask on and they'll also be at Gotham City Comics and Coffee in Mesa. So, uh, check that out. Yes, indeed. Yes. Helmets indeed. preferred. Helmets put on your, put on your mask and put on your helmet. <laughs> Listen. Helmet, right. helmet, helmet over the mask. So no, man, that's, that's my put over, man. Check, check it out every no, Saturday. No, 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 you put your, Marco, you put your mask over the helmet. You gotta have a Power Ranger helmet with the mask over it. <laughs> Wait, like, uh, who, there was a Mexican wrestler that at a press conference. He had his, his gimmick mask and he had a COVID mask and it's like. Yeah. It's that's like, how you get the gimmick. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> that's when you, that's it's like when gimmick is life, but you still gotta be safe. 
Yeah. It's still, it's still gotta be safe. Absolutely. It's masking time as uh, our boy Ngaku Overdrive say. But no, man, shout, a shout out to Hasbro. Shout out to Simon Bennett and, and the whole production team. Much love to the cast. Uh, you know, all the, we have our fifth franchise, uh, African American Red Ranger, uh, in this, in this series. So shout out to Russell Curry who plays Zato, the lead character. Almost as much as WWE black, um, champions yeah 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 man we've had look we and for the first time we've had two back to back because last last series power rangers beast morphers we had a black red ranger so we got two back to back like okay in three years not bad so much love one got these do you want got these Power Rangers on his wall over his bed? You know the big um bubble head slats that you put on the wall. <laughs> you talking about he got the, the black Power, Power Ranger faces? <laughs> but but never forget Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. My man Zach was missing uh, a finger the entire time. Yo, G. Yo, I did not know they that G went to sleep. I didn't know until recently that Walter Jones only had four fingers on one hand. But first of all, go, go is watch. Is that why his hairline was fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> go watch Family Matters. Because he cut his own hair. When he was, when he was, when he was a, a thug element in Family Matters, you can clearly see you. It just... <laughs> It's like it's one of those things like the dude from Yin Yang Twins. Like what? When people tell you, you're like, "Yo, you lying," and then you go back and you're like, "Oh, yeah. really? Was a thing?" Yeah, I did. I did not know what. I, how I found out that he actually had four fingers is that somebody's original artwork who I shared on Instagram, which had uh, up to now the first four Black Red Rangers that we've had. Uh, TJ, Jack. Uh, Scott and, and, and Devin. And when they had Zach up at the top with his morpher, it is like, damn, why they draw him wrong? Cause it looked like he was throwing up gang signs and shit. He only had four fingers. And I'm like, where the fuck is, and then I, and then I went and looked at a picture of him That's because dope, I, dope. I, I, I do follow him on Instagram. Shout out to Walter Jones again. I, I follow him on Instagram. I looked at pictures of him. I'm like, yo, he literally only has four fingers. Holy shit. That's dope. It means being a Power Ranger double. You can be whatever, and once you get in the Power Ranger suit, it fixes all that. I think they need to go even further and have a further handicap and have a further handicap person, like somebody that's in a wheelchair or that's missing like a leg. And then when they become a Power Ranger, they still um, they get their leg back, you know, (laughs) like some like some Avatar shit when a dude was in a wheelchair and then he could walk when he became Avatar. Oh, wow. Oh, you know what? Uh, does anybody remember Mantis from back in the day? It was, it was a black superhero and the guy was in a wheelchair and when he put on his suit, he could actually walk, jump, had super strength and shit. So I mean, it's, you know, that's what I mean. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. But everybody, what's on everybody's mind and he do the hip hop kata. The hip hop keto. Yeah. Yeah. Were you practicing, uh, representative of it? I, I'm not that personally because I was more of a Tommy <laughs> fan back then. So I was really like trying to do the, the real shit. Like Tommy is, uh, Jason Frank who plays Tommy. He's a over 40 year martial art veteran. So it's like, I, I was really trying to see what was cracking. I heard okay. he was a dick at conventions. Uh, <laughs> well, somebody you tried know, to kill him out here, so. First of all, first of all, Dio, uh, get out of my head. 
Second of all, stories. So many stories. Well, you know what? I respect the man to be the first dude from that whole Power Ranger era where they were looking at him like he had seven eyes. He was out there doing the Comic Con circuit before anybody even was doing it. That's before. true though. That's true. He, he kind of he was he, getting his bags early while still appearing on shows. Yeah, yeah. He def he definitely led the charge uh in, in that for sure. And then other actors follow suit and everybody started to kind of get it in, man. So yeah, he, he definitely, you know, and then he's and part of all type of like fan shit and whatnot. I'm going to tell you right now that some of the stuff, like people be on YouTube and shit really making like dope Power Rangers, like fan fiction movies and little TV shows and all type of shit. There's some shit right now out. Yeah. Uh, Blood my- a whole yeah. different bag. Uh, watch episode yeah, one of, got shit out here. Go ahead. I was gonna say, watch episode one of a, of a new uh, fan series called Bloodline of the Grid that actually stars an ex Power Ranger, uh, Christopher uh, Christopher Kyman Lee, who played Andros in Power Rangers in Space. He's he's in I this because it uh it, it kind of builds around a couple of different uh a couple of different seasons. So it's it's cool, man. I watched that. I watched Power Rangers Unworthy, which our boy Mark Cooper did uh did some music for. So yeah, man, it's a it's a vibe. It's a super vibe, man. So shout out to them. Shout out to Nano Fury. Yeah, but you spoke about that. a lot of Power Rangers, but your main putover was. <laughs> uh, say again. Yeah, Power Rangers, Dino Fury, Dino Fury, Nickelodeon, check your local listings. All right, all right. Before we move on, my real quick second put over is Resident Alien. That show is funny as hell. Go watch. You say it. A second put over. This oh, ain't yeah. fucking Lord of the Rings. You don't get second dinner. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said it. Resident <laughs> Alien. Go watch it. That's it. That's it. That's all. I'm Resident. Say. What is it on? What is it on? Real quick. It's on FX. Resident Alien. Resident I want to say, yo, it's one of the funniest shows I've seen in a while. The scenes with the main character and the little boy. That's all I'm gonna say. Just look out for it. It's on episode six. If, I, yeah, I was, if it's on, if it's on FX, maybe it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on. Maybe. You can you can find it. It's one of the funniest shows that like legit like the concept is out there, but like just the right. We're gonna edit this off the show. Yeah, it says uh it says here Resident Alien Alien, you can't find it on a subscription service. You need to watch it directly on FX. FX. Or sci Or so or so they say. Please. <laughs> um somebody got it. We'll we'll find it and we'll share it hey, with you. Hey, somebody gotta hook it up with a Dropbox link. What up? Holla at me. Straight up. <laughs> hey, so so uh find your local science dealer, you'll be able to get it. <laughs> Your local fire stick. He in the back alley with a trench coat. He opened it up. He got them fire sticks. What oh, are you buying? God. Um, um, real, real quick. Also, before, before we go into this week in wrestling, we also just want to remind everybody, uh, this is a listener supported podcast. And please, please, if you don't do anything else for us at the very least, go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Matt Mania podcast and do our favorite thing, which is what, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, hey, yes. Additionally, additionally, please keep in mind too, Matt Maniacs Pro Wrestling Tees is doing a sale 
Use the code MADNESS for 20% off. We're talking from March 3rd. Oh, well, it's going to, the, the sale has already started now. So just by the time this episode comes out, we'll be blasting it on social media. Uh, you know, get your hands on a, on a Matt Mania pod t-shirt. They are super soft. And while you're there, pick up the Matt Mania album. It's there too. All right. And, and this is a legit shoot. I will be picking up my, my t-shirt. I've been bothering Neo for years now. I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta pick up my t-shirt. Best time to get it. Get the shirt. Yes, indeed. So man, let's get into this. Let's get into this, uh, this past week in wrestling. Of course, we always go from, you know, the SmackDown prior. So we'll we'll start there. I don't think there was any pay-per-views this week, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, AEW Revolution. Oh, Revolution was this past week? It, no, it's going to be this week. Oh, oh, that's, oh, oh okay. It's, it's coming up, right? I was about to say, I'm like, I know that was, I thought that was coming up. Okay. So, so, so this, the first, this was the first weekend in a while with no pay-per-view. I think we have like yeah. three back to back. Yeah, absolutely. No, but, um, but let's, uh, go ahead and get to the week of wrestling. We'll talk about SmackDown a little bit. Of course, uh, a couple of big things happened. We already know one of the biggest announcements was, uh, the beautiful Bianca Belair, uh, making her official bid for WrestleMania against the boss of Sasha Banks, which we all kind of seen coming at the end of the day. So, uh, guys, yeah, it, it, was, it was so cool. Cause like Bianca went on, like, what do they call it? Talking smack or raw talk or whatever it's called. And she just straight up said like, this is, this, this is the smartest thing that anybody could do because it's going to be two African, uh, African American women highlighting main eventing WrestleMania. And I'm like, yes. That's exactly yeah, that. WWE, like, don't fuck this up. They got a main event one of those nights. Don't fuck this up. And I first quote, of all, first of all, uh, don't fuck this up. Second of all, nobody <laughs> needs nobody needs to be healed here. Nobody ain't. We don't need to show any divide. People nope. need to just go in, give us two dudes with attitude style, like them in the back, like yeah, I can't wait to get in the ring. I'm gonna they kick your ass. And that's it. Oh, they know they, they not everything got they to be need to show sisterhood. Even after so, even after whoever wins, they need to still help the other up. Hug, First of all, hold the hands up together. Let the, w, let the WWE locker room, all the females come out, legends and everything come out, and just celebrate them. Yeah, which, yeah. which I think was lacking when they did the main event two years ago. Absolutely. Like they should have they emptied out the locker room and just been like, yo, this is sisterhood. But, you know, missed well, opportunity. It was cool because you, you kind of got a semblance of that in Kofi Mania, right? Because in Kofi Mania, they had everybody watching TVs in the back, right? That's kind of like, okay, that's kind of like half effort. But I could I could appreciate where you're coming from, especially if especially if there's not going to be lots of people in the crowd. Like, why not have big pomp and circumstance on this Absolutely. match? Like, all the pyro. I heard that... I heard that's why they did the lumberjack match for Bobby Lashley is because they wanted people out there to celebrate when he won the championship. Uh, that makes sense. That makes okay. sense. That makes sense. No, yeah. to try to to try to celebrate and give him his moment since there's no fans. But if you notice, most of the people that came out there were his homeboys, people that were around the time when he was there previously, and people that he either had matches with in TNA or whatever, just people that he's cool with. Right, and we'll and we'll jump a little bit further in the raw in a sec, but uh, but you know, just to keep it at oh, smack. Yeah, we're, just, we're just piggybacking off the, the oh, saying yeah. that they need to bring people out for their championship when they win. Yeah, but, yeah. You, you know, nothing's honor matches in WWE. Everything got to be, you know, fuck you, fuck you back. You know, we just 
So, you know, can't be no cool. Yeah, I don't want to see your sisterhood. Yeah, I don't want to see like a surprise finish. I don't want to see somebody coming out here and trying to distract the ref. I want to see no, straight no up. No surprise attacks afterwards. We don't need like Sasha putting Belair in the bank statement after the match is over. Right. And, and if it goes the other way, which I hope we don't need like, you know, Bianca giving Sasha the KOD for the second time. It's okay. Yeah, like all yeah. jokes aside, like. Yeah, we don't. We who, just who need to see coming out with that. Man, B, it's Bianca's yeah. time, bro. I, I think, think so. Yes, yes. Okay, I think that's she should win one that title. A title. Not to, not to sound like that guy. <laughs> if they don't give her the title, it's gonna be like again. I apologize. It's gonna be such a AEW. Where they build somebody, build somebody, and then they just bloop, pull the sails out from under it. Oh, like, man. Like they did that to Christian Cage. They did that to, uh, to, uh, God rest his soul. They, um, they did that to my man, yeah, that's Brody. Not, that's not an AEW thing. WWE started that. Look what they did with Braun Strowman. They do that, that shit. That guy, wow. Well, right now. And he was a monster. But Braun Strowman was like a product of they didn't know what to they do did it with Bray White too. But this they was did a, it with every Bray White has. They haven't done it with uh, since Nakamura uh, to a, uh, a Royal Rumble winner. Like this is not needed at all. Like she has to be the clear winner, and we don't need shenanigans. We don't we don't need anything because honestly, let's just let the match rock. Like this is the one time that you have everything you need there. You don't need any other ingredients. You need to just go out, let them get out there. And I'm, what I'm not interested in seeing Sasha turn heel again. Like, again, <laughs> it's like yo, yeah. she's, she's, she's like she's like the Big Show right now. Yeah, she's like <laughs> no she's, more BS. She's Paul White levels, right? No more BS. <laughs> like. Not a bad shirt though, but we'll talk about that later. But, uh, but, but, see, but, 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 but we, I would be surprised if they don't try to stretch this the feud out, you know. So like oh, you're saying, give it to her at Mania, but maybe Sasha retains and then she gets another shot, or if she wins, then Sasha gets another shot. It's going to end up being like a best of three or something it, like it, that. Uh, because I'm, I'm I'm with that, but you can't sit there and discount somebody in victory because then you take away from the legacy. Let's say, for example, Kofi would have lost, but then got into a rematch on SmackDown. And won. And then won. People would be like, what the hell? Even if it was the Mania SmackDown, like, yo, yeah. you can't, you can't tell me that, that I'm not going to headline the garden and then you're going to be like, yo, you, you headline in the theater yeah. tomorrow night with half the crowd. It's like, I'm going to be Kofi, like, what? Kofi Mania. So, so, so tell me what's worse, Marco, for him to, in, in this scenario, I just want to ask this question. So, for him to lose at the pay-per-view and win the night after, or for him to win at the pay-per-view and then get rolled up the night after? Yeah, I think I think winning the title is the better move. You has to miss, because at the end of the day, wrestling wins and losses don't mean anything. It's about the moments. In WWE. Like, I mean, well, in wrestling altogether, and like wins and losses. I see don't really over there laughing when I asked that question. Can you see that? Bianca winning that mania and then Sasha bank statement and her the next night. 
But I can see that. I can see that happening. But you know what? At the end of the day, Sasha will have something that CM Punk never had a WrestleMania moment. Well, and yeah, let's yeah. talk about that too. Like Sasha's had WrestleMania moments, correct? Yeah. She doesn't need them. Right. So therefore it makes, it could make like, you know, smarky fedoras all around boys. Like it would make sense that the EST does, you yeah. know, WrestleMania the right way. And oh yeah, it's and, her time. Yeah, it's definitely her time. Like I feel like, you know, Sasha Banks with, you know, not discrediting her name at all. She's a great champion. I think she's been the, the best thing to watch in women's wrestling on WWE. Um, but, but you know, I think it's, it's going to be time, but in what better time than WrestleMania? Like fuck fast lane. Like we could just fast lane right through fast lane. Like I right. rather just, I mean, let's not, the... let's not don't, don't, don't do a Rhea Ripley, you know, where you got to fucking send them back to NXT and bring them up again and rebrand and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, got the opportunity right now don't mess it up here's the thing here's the thing going back to what your question was think about all the moments burned in WWE in your mind or WWF where you think about it and you're like when the moments that stay with you happen like like legitimately like does does every fan remember that Ric Flair was a champion by winning Royal Rumble no do people remember when Sean won uh, at WrestleMania? Yeah. Do they do they remember when Sid Vicious won at Survivor Series? Not really. <laughs> but like you know, they remember the big moments. It's like it is what it is. It was, like it, history dictates that us as fans, we have selective memory. Like there was times when the Undertaker has been like zero and six in pay per views all through here. He was a full timer. But then he gets that mania win. They're like, I right. he's still undefeated. But like, yo, he just jobbed four papers in a row. Like, like, where you get the stamina from? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, that's definitely smarky fedora booking. Like, if you really peel back the onions of wrestling, that you're, you're you definitely got some got some sense though, for sure. For sure. Man, I, I would hate to smell that scent if you got to peel back the onions of wrestling. Now, another thing on. <laughs> Another thing on SmackDown that was uh that was pretty tight. Uh, of course, we've seen Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso uh, do their thing and, and go at it. Yes, definitely a fire match. Of course, it ended in a double countout. Still was a fire match. Oh, oh are you, boy. another schmaz, eh? Yeah, yeah. But you know, hey, can I can I put the question out there? Sure. Do you think at this point, if Jay Uso once his brother is fully healed, and I feel like he is already is, but once they Willie Hill and he debuts again on TV. Will be doing Jay Uso a disservice to put him back in that tag team. Well, I honestly want that table. I want Roman's table to just expand. You know, yeah. I, I want. I, I mean, I think T talk, talked about it last episode. He, Samoan Dynasty. Like, let's let's get it. Like, let's get that going. But, let's let's but see how that. Do you think that how, that would start off top, or do you think that they would first build it off of? Um, his brother trying to pull him away from Roman because you know that he has mind control over him right now. So it's like, yeah, well, cause he, to, had I, a, he had a, he had a break Jimmy essentially to, to get him over, right? And then I think the, the last match they had, Jay had to come and throw in the towel, right? And, and you know, kind of fall in line, right? You got to get down, you're going to get down and lay down, essentially what happened. I think, I think we're, 
we're past the mind the mind control at this point. I think everybody's bought in on his family side at least. Oh, that, oh, I found. Oh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I didn't fall. My oh, camera. Oh man. Um, you good? Just, yeah, I'm good. My camera fell. I think. Um, aren't we past the point where we gotta like the do the convincing? Don't you think they bought in already? Like, I feel like with the fact that like all the the older Simones have come through and they've given their blessing. I think this is just how the family moves at this point. At least that's how well, I would put it. Well, I want like I want like Tamina in there. Like put Tamina in there, put Jimmy in there. Yeah. I mean, I you can even have a heater in Nia Jax, why not? Yeah. Right? Like why not? Like I, just I, really I think really take the ball and run with it. The Cinderella heater, in my opinion, will be Jacob Five Two, but I don't see that. Ooh, the Samoan werewolf. Like he could be the guy, the the freshest Air Force Ones in independent wrestling. Like that could be the that could be the dude where like like on on some shit. Like Roman don't even got to get up. Roman just got to look at him, and like he just got to be like, "Say no more." And like that's the dude that you send as a rap. Like you know what I mean? You ain't even gotta. He wouldn't even be in the hitman. And this and it sucks because I know they will put him in the in the uh, NXT ecosystem first. But Jacob is one of those people where I just think he he could just go straight into the main event. Like you know what reminds me? Like it reminds me when AEW uh, pulled um, Jeff Cobb in for like one night because oh he was that a was heat. so fire, dude! Because he was a heater, right? He was just yeah. a hitman for hire. Mm-hmm. Like why not just bring in like the family, right? And Oh, just, bring bring in Jacob for for certain things. Mm-hmm. That would be fire. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then give him one fire ass pay per view match, then send him on his way. Just just to see, or if they, or if you like him, you know, give him a contract. If he, you know, if he really up for it, keep him around. I say, I say, fuck it. Bring Sefa, team him with uh with the Usa not the snapping back, and give a. Uh, Give uh, him and Jacob just like their solo run. Oh, hey, that's whack. I didn't even know that. Uh, apparently, well, Jacob Tattoo has a criminal record that WWE doesn't want to have anything to do with. Hey, hey, just, oh, no. How many times did the Jay get pulled over? I right? come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Y'all keep taking Jeff back, and clearly Jeff has a problem with substances. I don't know. I think I think it all depends what kind of criminal record. I think drugs and shenanigans they're fine with when it comes to like deadly assaults and stuff like you gotta be removed oh you think he might you think he might have broke a motherfucker for real <laughs> I mean I don't know I don't know yo Possibly. the WWE right now they don't care bro they they'll swallow you and then just like you know what I mean like there's certain people that that just have this mentality in companies and I think WWE is one of them they can just sit there and be like and yeah <laughs> What well, you gonna do? You just watch. <laughs> and, and you know what though? Like, I really, I really wish, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna lean into, like, a gimmick, really lean into it. So I, I would just do something along the lines, like, if I was Roman Reigns or any of the Usos, I would just tweet at Rikishi. I would tweet at, at, at Sefa or, or Jacob and you'd be like, yo, you know, Samoan Dynasty, take over MLW, take over here, and we're taking over here in New York. Right, and just kind of lean into it, and let let that obscure storyline on social media just kind of, uh, you know, catch its own momentum, and let the marks just blow it, blow that shit up to Timbuktu. Yeah, but yeah, see, I, if I, you I, start if you start yelling Samoan Dynasty, and you and you talking all 
all um you 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 dealing with Bullet Club now too. <laughs> Gotta deal with those guys. <laughs> they there you go. There you go. I know uh yeah, I mean there you go. It's kinda like really leaning into it. You know what I'm saying? I mean Samoan Dynasty has been ever present in WWE like the faction for like three years. Like every documentary that they bring Rakishi in or even some of his uh the Usos, they are like and the WWE's not stupid. They'll just wear their own gear. They'll say Samoan Dynasty. Like literally, uh if you go back and watch a Rikishi documentary, like like, is that a point that, like, Rikishi don't even care? He's wearing the Samoan Dynasty hat. He's wearing the hoodie. The Yoko, the Yoko, uh, like, he don't care. Like, he said Samoan Dynasty a bunch of times. Like, they're at a point that, like, I think the old man has a relationship with that family. He's cool. They can make money, they can make money. Yeah, I mean, man. that's, that's more money than they could print if they really leaned into it. Yeah, man, no, I, I totally agree. Just, just having more of the, the Samoan dynasty presence, even, you know, even if they don't exactly call it that, but just having more of that presence in the WWE, uh, would be fire. Or even just having, you know, multiples of that presence anywhere is fire. I, I still think that at some point down well, the saw, road. I saw somebody in the chat say the table and that would just be the perfect name for him. Just call it the table. That would be hard. Uh, the ta- somebody said the table would be uh, their um, hurt business. It would be SmackDown. It'll, it'll be, I look at the table more like Samoan Mafia, like yeah. so the table. Yeah. Be, but Samoans. Yo, and then the king would be like, yo, just don't even have. If you bring in Jacob, don't even have him speak. Just have him like Olive Roman when he first came through with uh, uh with the shield, just like. Yeah, just See, fucking perfect. people up. Just nod, and it's like, that's it. It's like, mm-hmm. and like even if, if anything, Roman, they'd be like, so what's up with this, with this Samoan, uh, dude with you, the animal, the Wolverine, and he's like, and then just like, Roman went and be like, nah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> like he's, he's the heater. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you don't need, the, you don't need to know him unless we sick, unless we sick him on. Like, like you don't want to know him. Let's you don't want to know, dude. <laughs> Talking about straight up, man. Nah, shout out to Jacob Fat too. That's he's the he's the goat over there at MLW. I love watching this match. I really yeah. do. Um, you know, so, uh, a couple, couple of other things before before we get into uh, uh, Raw and, and NXT and AEW. Of course, SmackDown. Uh, Ot- Otis and Chad Gable beat Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Otis has been doing his thing. We had Apollo Crews beating uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, we had Tamina defeating Liv Morgan. We had the Street Profits beating Sami Zayn and King Corbin. And, uh, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins and Cesaro actually had a little face-to-face conversation as well, which we've all expressed how much we would love to see Cesaro in more of a, a, a main event title picture. Uh, do we all agree? So you just gonna speed through Apollo Crews going yeah, back to I was about to say that. <laughs> no, I definitely wasn't gonna necessarily speed through that, but we did see that uh, he actually got into himself being a, a real African American and talking about his Nigerian roots. I found that interesting that, uh, you know, WWE let him go there. You he know? got that push from Roman after him and Roman had that conversation. If y'all mm-hmm. remember back. Which, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I like the conversation for the fans that may not know. Oh, it ain't about what the conversation was about. I'm saying you saw Apollo Crews and Roman Reigns dressing room or his office talking with him 
and then now Apollo Crews has went more vicious and going back to his roots. You obviously see that's him taking note from Roman Reigns yeah. to about stuff and saying, yeah. "Okay, well, I need to do the same thing." Yeah, yeah, new finisher too, kind of a kind of an elliptic slam type thing. He, uh, he, he ain't smiling as much either. Yeah, he showed length, and and I like him better that way. That's actually cool. I also said that he smiled too much. <laughs> Yeah, we already got Big E for that. He already said he wouldn't stop smiling, so we got enough. We, we got enough black dudes smiling. I think we just we, we need to have some bruises. But like last year, need one more. Big E needs uh, needs to be protected at all costs. He's like at all costs. Yeah, Big E's the like, man. He's amazing. No matter what, you, if 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 they're like, hey man, we're gonna put you in a segment where you're selling t-shirts, you'll will make that the best segment. We'll make the best out of it. Some people right. just. Some people just happy to have a job, man, and they go to work, and no matter what situation they're put in, they got a smile on their face, and they do it to death. You know, the whole thing when you give, it's, it's, it's like acting. When you give somebody a, a, a script, a good actor, you don't expect them to completely do everything according to the script and just be this thing. Hey, you know, we hiring you for a reason. Search your personality, and that should really make it your own. So, you know, I think, you, you know, I, I think... Things are starting to, you know, look up in that realm. It's been super vibe ever since. But yeah, man. But yeah, man. We'll get into uh, we'll get into a little bit of Monday Night Raw. A little bit of Raw. So, um, man, any uh, any initial thoughts before we break down? Uh, my initial thoughts: uh, The Miz is an MVP. Yeah. Of Raw. Yeah. The Miz, he's like the guy that you like. All right, this is what you need me to do. I'm gonna do it. I agree with you. I'm gonna do it with a smile on my face, and I'm gonna make it do my job to make sure that whatever you want me to execute, I do to the best of my ability. He was a fool that entire role. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to I, I want to uh, dump on Raw because how are you gonna have the count out rule be to the champion's advantage? And then you're gonna try to, uh, you, you know, take, uh, you're gonna try to disbar, like, the rule, right? Because Shane McMahon <laughs> thinks it's okay to just bend the rules again. I mean, he counted out on purpose to retain his title, sure. Right. Hey, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Faye. Think of like a, a rainbow with Kane Faye just coming up. Just oh, Kane Faye coming out of my arm. That's why. <laughs> Jay coming out of my car. The story adjusts to whatever it needs to. <laughs> yeah. Yo. It's like, that's it's like a company. I can't watch wrestling, man. That's what happens when you're the almighty, man. When you, when you Bobby Bash, rules don't matter. I mean, well, and that's this, the thing. Like, like, like regardless. I, and put to your point, Teak, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like, you know what they could have done? Instead of like, Shane McMahon saying, oh yeah, like I'll talk to Miz and, and if he doesn't, you know, do his thing, I'll just take it away from him. Fuck that. You should have had it to where, yeah, that's, that is a, a rule and we're going to enforce it. And then Lashley should have just bent Shane McMahon's arm a- until he got what he wanted. Like that's what I would have wanted to see. I think they're trying to build him as a monster, as a monster that we don't know is heel of face. Like, like they, they tend to like turn the hurt business. So it's like again, gay fame. Like they're the MacGuffin. 
they use they use them to whatever they need them for that week. Like remember yeah. when they were the faces against Retribution, and then one week they were beating down uh, uh, the New Day. It's like remember they did like they did it for a price. Like heroes for hire, like Luke Cage and heroes for hire. They yeah. do what need to be done for the money. Oh yeah, we'll start retribution. Oh yeah, Miz, you need help with this? We'll do that for this. And, they and do whatever not? in the benefit of them. And, and what and what other way, right? I mean, MVP could have lined Shane McMahon's pockets, even though he's like super rich. Make him even double rich, right? Buy 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 his way to bend that rule. Don't let Shane say like, yeah, I'm going to bend this rule because I'm Shane McMahon and I'm cool. Fuck that. Like, you are a part timer. Why are you throwing your weight around? You know what I'm saying? Um, I just wanted the hurt business to kind of have more edge over that narrative than versus depending yeah, on. Bobby Lashley looked like he was about to cry when he won that title, though. I mean, I know. Oh, shout out to him, Bobby. I think I, you know what? I, I would have shed a tear if I was in his spot, man, for sure. Like, hey, yo, that's a big old eyeball. What is it? Seventeen years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy if you think about it. MVP was at Legend. Shout out to Legend in New York. Watching Kofi during Kofi Mania and get teared yeah, up. We were there. Yeah, we were. We were all there. Oh, I, I was at Mania. My bad. He was at so, Chad, yeah, we were at bar. We were there. Like remember, so you saw the emotions, and then for the next, the next champion for quote unquote the culture, the next African American man to wear the bound, the 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 banner carry the face he was there he was um you know let's not mix it in as in like you know business and everything you know uh, wrestling is a business Correct. he even he, he influenced him to make it happen but the simple fact that they respected him enough and they trusted him enough to be an instrumental part of that story like you know what i mean like a lot of people uh like i see no i definitely agree and and you know we give wwe a lot of shit for this but long-term storytelling, long-term booking, because to go all the way from MVP trying to um, get Drew to join in with him, all the way back around to Drew not having the title and Lashley having the title and him being with MVP that you know is going to end up with Drew versus Lashley. Arguably his best opponent. Go back to the TNA tapes. Roll the tapes, guys. Right. They, they've had they've had fire matches and you got to think about it like you know no taking away from the fans and everybody that believes in it but they were like oh if it wasn't for MVP we wouldn't be here but you got to understand MVP is not a booker he's not writing the storyline like like yeah, but they took they trusted in him yeah they saw the potential in what MVP could do and just like said yeah you're just gonna you're gonna take this and we're just gonna you're gonna run with it. And really just They're kind allowing of him to beat Paul Heyman with the hurt business. He's 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 got free reign. Like, you know, hopefully the minus touch continues and I I get iffy when an entire faction wins all the belts because just like Undisputed Era and every other faction that's been all champs, their rising will lead to their downfall. And right. and that's that's, that's not, the only thing I hate about those type of books. You know yeah, I mean? but it's it's not like the UE didn't have like a crazy long run at that time when all of them 
uh, had the belts and shit like that. So, man, I just, I feel like if it was to happen to the Hurt Business, like, let's say, MVP, you know, gets better and, and he goes after that U.S. title. Hey, well, you know. Hey, he don't even got he don't even got to get better. Like honestly, just, just have him like once uh Bad Bunny and Cornejo Malo uh gives up the the 24/7 title, just have like MVP just finally snap on 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 Truth and just crack him with his cane and be like, "You know what? Uh... Yeah, if anything he would have the 24/7 title, yeah, then just be protected by the rest of I was going to say it would bring relevance to that title because <laughs> would nobody be able to get it they would have to go through the hurt business and then on top That's of that he, he can have that title while he's healing because Crazy. let's be honest you're not putting 30 minute matches but the first things the first step is mm-hmm. let Conejo Malo Bad Bunny uh, get, his, get, get his run over and then you know as soon as Truth gets his shenanigans just like you even gotta have the storyline just have him bump MVP while MVP's walking and MVP like hey man just hits him with his with his cane and then he accidentally steps on him and the ref just counts him like, hey. yeah like he even got a pin him he just puts his foot on him like hey man what I tell you and then all of a sudden the ref is like what do you do and they're like I guess you're the champ he's like alright whatever that's that's fine book it that's right. Then he'll carry the title around in a in a briefcase because he don't even care about the title. Like yep. he don't want to flaunt. Just carry it around in the briefcase. <laughs> he has like a, a diamond encrusted attache case. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to Bobby Lashley for finally, finally Lashley. letting go of the US title, which I feel like he forgot half the time that he was a champ. That title <laughs> never saw TV size. Terrible. It was terrible. But yeah, it seems like, it seems like the shit show was all coming together and getting a little, getting a lot better than what it was. And yeah, man, we got Bobby Lashley's champion. What, you know, what more could you ask for? Now, um, we, uh, we're getting to NXT, uh, which of course was last night. Um, man, <laughs> man, listen, NXT, uh, I actually just finally watched it today just before the show started. So, um, crazy man. Crazy matches going on. Uh, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa versus Danny, Bo- Danny Burch and Pony Larkin. Uh, that hurt. That, that hurt my marble sack. That, enti- that entire match hurt. Her <laughs> strong style. They just, they just throw hands. Like, you know, if you're in a match with any four of them, it's just like, just be prepared to get fucked up. Because that was all that was really going on. <laughs> can I ask you guys? Yes. So taking fandom aside and storyline. Yes. I, my personal opinion, and I want to ask you guys, I think NXT, since they've been on USA. Think you're sideways, by the way. Okay, there you go. Sideways. Has, has always put on the best matches. Yeah, I got What do you think? Now, now, while you're asking that question, of course, let's let in Ali Booker real quick. Mega Rans oh, in the building. Snap. Yo, what up, man? Right that old damn hey, for you. We got a new mic. Look at this, man. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm enjoying <laughs> the club. I'm we on three, the team. We three and one right now with right. with the uh the HyperX Quadcast. Shout right. out to shout out to HyperX. HyperX. Shout out to HyperX, man. Glass, Mike, you know. So uh yeah. yeah, man, that's what's up. So uh ask that question again, Marcos, because then we can get Rand's opinion on it too. My question is, you know, taking politics, companies, and everything aside, I feel like the best wrestling 
wrestler. Like in between the ropes, no promos, no nothing. Uh-huh. I think NXT has put up consistently the best matches. I think and so. Like, and like, you don't even like, you just have to know who they kind of are. And like, you just vibe. Like, like there was people that, that, that texted me and was like, yo, I saw that match between Karrion Cross and your man, uh, the 205 champ. And they put on a show. And then same oh, this week, like, I, yeah, at Fantasma, at the, at the top of the card this week, that match between those four men was amazing. Like, like they just put in that work. And I don't know who, how they're able to put together these matches and get the right people to match up in the ring together for it not to look fun. Yeah, that's what we do it. And nah, that's man. my opinion. Yeah, they, they, they got a strong team over there. I feel like there's, I feel like everybody over in NXT, even though it is part of the WWE ecosystem, I feel like they got a lot, a, a little bit more creative control than what somebody on like a Raw, a SmackDown would have. Cause I feel like, uh, Regal and Triple H and Michaels and all them that are in like, all them in like the backstage positions, they really believe in what they're doing on a personal level versus them you know, going to Raw, going to SmackDown, and this man say, all right, all that shit you did in NXT was cool. Now here's what you're going to do. So they just kind of really get to let loose and be themselves. And as creative individuals, you just a lot more, you're a lot more comfortable when you're just able to, to just spaz out and do you. Uh, Ram, you know, you can kind of speak from that realm, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I agree. I do think, to be fair, I mean, they're all operating on a, on a TV schedule and, you know, timing and all those things, but yeah, God damn, you're clear. But anyway, go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I do think for sure that there's there's more leeway, you know, and may, and also more motivation to to do a great, you know, make a great impact, you know. Absolutely. And you know, the motivation is like, yo, you can you're you're basically watching people in real time, kind of fight for a spot, you know, whether it's for the other main roster or for a higher spot in the card, you know, to, for the big money, you know what I mean? Like there's a, I think there's a big difference between NXT pay and, and main roster pay, you know? So I think these guys are like in real time, we see them trying to fight for a spot as well as like a, you know, a, a couple more zeros, you know? So it's, um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we said it last week, like the takeovers are always fire, phenomenal. It's the best pay-per-view matches oh, yeah. you can ever, you can watch, oh, you know, yeah. and, uh, and the same with the, the NXT show week to week, man. The, it's the absolute best wrestling. You're right. I agree. Now, do you think they do something special? <laughs> they book people together because there's been some bookings that I was like, I don't know if this is going to work and it works. Like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, man, I think these guys are just all determined to, to give their best, you know, and, uh, cause they know what's at stake and what they want, you know, out of this life. So, you know, you, you, you bust your ass and it shows, man, like these guys are working hard out there and, yeah. and getting it in, man. And so week after week, it's always top flight phenomenal matches, whether I know who's wrestling or not. Like I just know it's going to be fire. <laughs> you know what I'm be fire. Exactly. That's all, mm-hmm. you know, that's all I need to know. But, uh, but yeah, man, just, uh, just kind of get into the top of NXT. Uh, of course we had, uh, Roderick Strong, uh, at some point in the show calling out Adam Cole and saying, Hey, hey, if you, if you were ever a friend of any of us in the Undisputed Era, you'll come out here, whatever situation may be. Who came out instead? The Prince, Finn Balor. Finn basically told Roderick in so many words, Hey, listen, uh, the day you start to get a little bit more greedy about what you're doing, 
and 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 that you become a natural born leader because he flat out told him right now you're not a leader. Today you start to get a little bit more greedy. You say then you can before he even finished the statement. Of course, there were hands thrown, and then we got a fire match at the end of the night between mm-hmm. Roderick Strong and, and and Finn Balor. Uh, you know, fire matches we already talked about. Um, you know, every, you know everybody around the numbers who, who had an opportunity to watch that match, guys. <laughs> almost, would you say almost takeover quality? I didn't see it, but oh, listen, man. everybody who seen it. Listen, yeah, I watched. It, I watched it. It was. Yeah. It was. Okay. Oh my! God. It was. It was fire. Like I'm on the fence though. If that promo was more of a put over or a burial. Um, Roddy has been doing his thing since the ROH days, but has always been like a, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge that he's never been the leader of a faction. He's, he's always been, been a good guy. hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I thought he, I, before the Undisputed Era, when they were giving him his solo run, I thought that was going to be his time. But I still think he he has a lot of potential in him. I would love to see the NXT title on him, not the North American, the NXT. Right. But you could just give him his time to shine, but yeah, of course now is not the opportunity. Yeah, see, I'm a Kyle O'Reilly fan, and now that the Undisputed Era is breaking up, I, I look forward to seeing uh, what Kyle um, is going to do with a with a fire solo run. Because Kyle got some personality, he has some moves. He's like another Daniel Bryan, basically, but but with a little bit more uh, aggression. You know, not as much plant based foods. <laughs> that nature. <laughs> he, he he's a fire like tag partner. Him and, and the fish Fuck, have been together for like really six, like fifteen years. They've been tagging, and before that, it Red was Dragon. Uh, Red Dragon. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Before that, it was uh, No Remorse Corpse. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are our fans of ROH. Like, oh yeah, so, and of course, him and Adam Cole were a tag team. Yes, sir. Um, of course, of course, you know, one of the things that, that, uh, Finn also said, uh, at the top of that promo was, Hey, I, he's like, he told, uh, strong, Hey, I know how to get Adam Cole's attention. If you show up next week, it's me and you for the NXT title, Adam Cole. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of their match, you know, Cole was there and he kind of looked down. He showed up. So officially signed for next week. It's going to be Finn Balor versus Adam Cole on NXT TV. I'm geeked because oh, I'm almost certain at this point, Adam Cole, I don't know if they're going to change the theme. Is that going to uh, be on Tuesday? That's going to be on Tuesday. Yeah. So, um, uh, wait, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? They wait, is it? Hold on. Um, the, the rumor. They didn't go to Tuesday. That's, that's rumored to be after, after Mania. Yeah, but I'm, there's a lot of things involving that. Like, uh, number one, uh, NHL has a contract and they're going to want to air on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. But are you guys a fan of them giving away a fire match like that for free? Um, I kind of feel like it doesn't matter with NXT if they're going to uh, actually put the belt on Cole because we've seen them do that before with other individuals. But I feel like we're so close to Mania that they need to like stretch this out to make this a big deal. What do you guys think? I think that tells me that this is this is a storyline building match and not necessarily what we think it's going to be. I mean, it's, it's going to be a fire match, but I think we get a screwy finish. We get 
everybody coming out to help, somebody accidentally super kicking somebody else, somebody fighting somebody else, yeah, and we wind we up with a four-way somewhere down the line or something. We, we got to have that type of finish. You already know how that's going to go. You got to be. Yeah, busy. I feel like we get a we get a schmas finish, but it, because with it being so close to the mania season, like shenanigans, we get shenanigans, you know. Um, I don't I don't think there's going to be a clear winner or or at least a clear like decided thing by the end of this. Yep. Uh, of course, we also seen, uh, we seen LA Knight, uh, actually, you know, come out down the ramp. He spoke a little bit and, and that was just before, uh, Bronson Reed, you know, was coming down for his match. But I, you know, the formerly known as Eli Drake, um, uh, I don't, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they book. I don't like, like, it's like, he's the man. Don't get that twisted, but it's just interesting to see how they're going to book him. Is he like the asshole heel character? Is he like what Bobby Roode was when he first came in or technically he still is? Or, you know, like what, what is his, what is his MO? You know, as, as part of NXT. I think legit they're interchangeable. Like honestly, you can stuff about Bobby Roode and Eli Drake. AKA yeah, LA Knight. LA Knight. It, yeah. It's good to see him at the, at the performance it, center. It really is. Oh, the Capitol. What is it? The Capitol? <laughs> the Capitol, oh, the Capitol, Capitol Wrestling Center. Yeah, yeah Wrestling because center. it looks it, it, like suspiciously he waited two weeks to be there live. But that's um, true. I, I like the only thing that I have a problem with is that Bronson Reed, I thought he moved away from that. I'm the guy. That you gotta fight when I get, like, you know what I mean. He became the new Chris Hero. I yeah. felt like, or yeah. AKA the uh, the new Hideo Itami. Remember when he was that guy too? It was just like I have no issues with you, but you just got here. We gotta fight. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta fight me. I don't know you, but we gotta fight. So, so, so real quick, Rand, you weren't in here, but, uh, your boy Marcos has a, has a new nickname. What do we call him? The, the Spanish Lion or the, the Hispanic Lion? The Sunset Hispanic Lion. Like Sunset Lion. <laughs> the Sunset Hispanic Lion. lion. Yeah, man. Cause <laughs> I told him, cause I told him, like, exactly. Like, that you see what I'm talking about. When he, the lion like demeanor. Before we went live, I told him in the waiting room, like, dude, I've never seen you without a hat. You're like a freaking lion, man. It's all, it's, all <laughs> it's a filter. This whole thing is fake. The lion filter. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. circle of life filter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, of course, we also seen, uh, we seen, Cameron Grimes actually defeat Reed, which I was shocked about, but it looks Damn like Yeah, but it looks like they're giving Kiss Cameron Grimes my my <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're giving Cameron Grimes this kind of Beverly Hillbillies type rich pig dude type vibe. I don't know. Uh, I He's mean, I guess, le- oh, okay. I'm not okay. the minority. He's legit one of my favorite parts of NXT now. Yeah, Cause he's like, he's just doing what he's doing and he's having fun. He's kind of like the NXT version of Ethan Page. He's yeah. like, I ain't got nothing to do. I'm going to do my spot. And it's just like, it's pure comedy. And it's one of those it guys is. that, that you're not trying to make him funny. He's just naturally that he's, he's just doing his thing. And he's, come on, we got to admit, he is one of the best in the rings going back to his PWG. Uh, yeah, he's so. been one of the, of course. We've never discounted that at all, dude. I think he just got bigger and better. You know what I'm saying? Come, you know, right, just prior to him coming to NXT, he was starting to really, like, do his thing. Yes, that segment with Gargano in the way 
Uh, yes, we were going to talk about that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get, I don't want to get therapied on. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I don't want to get therapied on. Like, you know, like, cause basically the psychiatrist is, tell, is, is telling him, like, seem like, you got They, the, they the all went to therapy, Dexter, ran. Yeah, for Dexter Loomis. They did another therapy <laughs> spot. Oh god. Yo. This is like, like, I don't know if they're right. Thank, thank God for NXT having excellent wrestling because some of that, some of this stuff uh, is cornball. Yeah. Oh, You're telling me Thanks that. the in-ring stuff, guys. That a takeover when Dexter Lubis kidnapped Austin Theory, that wasn't the funniest thing in the show. Most yeah. Funny like, nobody acknowledged it. They were like, yo, what? <laughs> Your man came through and just but then like therapy, the therapy session happened and he said, yeah, he locked me up in this room with no windows and made me watch cartoons and eat cereal. I thought it was dope and now I love him. <laughs> what? Uh, what? What is that disease when you fall in love with your kidnapper? Stockholm uh, Syndrome. I think yes. they're oh. trying to play like a Stockholm Syndrome thing with him. I feel like oh, I, I think Triple H is punishing him for the accusation. <laughs> <laughs> like he got he got called up and was hanging out with like Los Ingobernables, the WWE. Then he got called back out, and then like what's Theory's angle now in in, in WWE? I, I would like to know. It's called I'm happy to have a job. Right. <laughs> How many people get called back up and then pulled back down and then not mentioned and then brought on to something where he's on TV? Yeah, it's it's almost like she, you know, kind of like a Chelsea Green vibes right now, where she's getting getting pulled up and pulled back, you know. <laughs> yeah, the stop and start thing. Yeah, I don't, we, I don't get it. We talked about we we talked about Chelsea. We love Chelsea, but you know, at the moment, yeah, and she read know. up a contract too. So hopefully, good things yeah. on the horizon for Chelsea yeah, Green. Yeah, let's 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 get back in the ring. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, so now we move on to, uh, AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. As part of the Wednesday Night War. And of course, we got a lot to talk about on that, man. Yes. Dynamite! Dynamite! Dynamite. <laughs> but then again, that's, I threw that shit before I walked in the room. That's why I wanted to ask, like, when is NXT moving to Tuesday? Because the okay. Wednesday Night War is, is over. It's, it's I, getting I, there. I don't think we have a winner. We have a winner. Do you really, do you really think we, we have a winner? We have a winner. Man, I'm sorry. AEW, regardless of who Marcos they bring is, Marco, who they yo, like, it's Marcos is just like a, a more informed rock knowledge right now. <laughs> <laughs> he just we replaced rock with another, but at least. No, no, no. I love AEW, but. This Marcos has evidence for his hate, but you know. I, no, I, man, I'm an NXT clear. guy. It's I'm clear. NXT. We just. Marcos literally, as soon as I walked in, was saying that it's the best wrestling is on NXT, and I yes, totally sir. agree. Now that does not mean that the that they won the Wednesday Night Wars. It doesn't mean yeah. the ratings were better because they weren't. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I concede they won the ratings war because you can't refute math. So <laughs> numbers don't lie. They don't. But I I think um, NXT was the expendable show. Like you know. The USA was like, we're gonna, we're gonna move you to a different night. It's not like WWE's gonna be like, no! Cause you know, they just got that deal. And I don't think, I'm just happy that NXT's not moving to Peacock as an exclusive. Cause then I'll be like, Jesus. <laughs> I almost thought that for a moment when they said that. I, I thought it was gonna move. Because I, I actually think the show would benefit from that. Like not having to compete with TV stuff. 
You know what I mean? It's not a bad thing, in my opinion. That would be pretty fine. Play those TV games, like oh, you know, we gotta have this advertising the match before it happens and advertise. You know what I mean? Like that. Those TV games are like they kind of take away from the surprise element of surprise of, of TV shows. So I don't know, but I think we have a clear winner, and it's. I mean, you're right. You're also right that it was the, it was the expendable show. They weren't going to put SmackDown up against it. But yeah, that wasn't going to happen. But like, do you think would ever like? I don't think WWE would ever move their product. I think if AEW came out swinging, it was like we're putting. If NBA didn't exist in a perfect in a perfect wrestling scenario and would have had Monday Night Raw versus AEW Dynamite, then we would have seen a little bit more spicy people between companies. But I think it was kind of like the way the old man thinks about it. And again, this is all speculation because I I don't know the things of that family. I don't know anybody booking anywhere from either company. I just think there was kind of like, we're going to continue our course and not think about anybody else. Like like Rand said in in one of our conversations, like number one is never looking behind them. It looks right. So it is what it is. Always, always keep that in mind. Number one is never looking back. You know, absolutely. Every week on on AEW, there's a there's a comment or a joke about WWE. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there was probably ten <laughs> in the last show. You know what I'm saying? And not, not that they were bad, but you know, it's oh, right. It's on the shirt or yeah. you know, the performance center, and like you know what I mean. A lot of mentions of WWE. WWE is playing on a whole different field where they would never reference AEW. But don't get me wrong, if they do a Hall of Fame this year, Triple H is gonna let all the jokes out. Like, oh, yeah. Cause like he's done so in the past, ran. Yeah. Before it was a thing. Yeah. But not on, <laughs> was it on TV? Was it during Precious Paid For TV time? Nope. Oh man. Uh, since, since T Call is just getting back in here, T Call. Um, your, your initial thoughts before we break down this week's AEW Dynamite, if you just so happen to have seen it or seen highlights from it, uh, your initial thoughts about the show overall. I, I could hardly hear anything you said. You said my initial thoughts on AEW? Yes, yes, from this week. Um, Cody, um, and Shaq going through the table was dope. Super dope. Let's let, let's touch on Shaq for a brief second because this was this was one of his best as far as like because I think he obviously he's been in the ring before but this was his best performance. We're, we're, Some we all are just showmen, man. And Shaq is a showman. Yeah. Like he he put on a show. Like yes, he did. I didn't I didn't get like green vibes or nervous vibes at all from Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like he was just out there. There was some times where I, he kept getting in the, in the hard cam, and I was like, "Look at this big dork, like not knowing where he's supposed to be on the side of the which, road." Which makes but sense. He knew, like he was supposed to be there. I was like, "Why would this guy be in front of the hard cam? He's seven foot." <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Nah. Whoever, whoever, like trained him, whoever got him conditioned, like, yo, he's been he, he put in that work. First of all, we all talked about. The, the Brody Lee tribute with the taunt before a very clean powerbomb. Clean. If y'all remember, uh, yesterday in our, in our, uh, chat, I put Sid Vicious, Kevin Nash, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that was that, clean. That's <laughs> where we rate him. 
Uh, yeah, right. man, it was That's a fair. good dude. It, that was. I'm sorry if you had a clean power bomb. You had a clean power bomb. That was, it was, it was, it was clean. Fine. It was clean. Yeah, it, that and, looked good. I wanted. What do you guys? What you guys think of Jade though? I, I thought. I thought Jade did look good yeah. on the other side. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was yeah. never a wrestler, right? I thought she was always a fitness. No, she's never girl. a wrestler. And this she is literally played, her first she played basketball, according to the comments. Ring action, yeah. I, I honestly think uh, the MVP of the match was uh, Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was great. She, like, made a Jade seem less green. And shout out for, for Shaq. Like, yeah, my man went through a table, Jay. But I think they got bigger plans for Jade. That's why they put her over. Exactly. They, uh, a little tap on Cody to be like, yeah, my 300-pound ass is good. And then, like, mm-hmm. Cody literally was like, okay. <laughs> We're fine. Yeah, I wish they wouldn't have caught that on camera, but you know, it happens. Like, in the live, because like, we could see him being like, yeah, I'm good. You know what I mean? But, you know, that also let us at home know, like, okay, good, he's okay. <laughs> now, what yeah. would have been- Fedoras are vibrating all around, like, oh, you're like, oh, he's fine. They're having a conversation right now. And I'm sure Cody's telling him, like, look, stay out. Don't move. Just stay here. Like, do not move. Like, you gotta stop. What would have been awesome if you would have done the old school wrestler thing where you just brush a finger like, like on his arm or something like that's old school. Like, oh yeah, the, the finger. Yeah. Like, and then just put the hand down. Like, okay, Shaq, you've been wrestling for thirty years and we don't know about it. Right. <laughs> what if that, that would have got? It. Now what if not? Now what if so Shaq what about just separing out the um out the emergency people. <laughs> When Tony Schiavone went to go interview him and he wasn't there. <laughs> that wasn't appropriate, Tony Schiavone. No. Where, where, where'd Shad go? He just where woke he up. Go? He just got up and, oh, and kicked the, the door open like, you know, I don't need no hospital. <laughs> no, the, the fiend, the fiend came and grabbed oh, the fiend was like, hey man, it made me think of, it made me think about Steel. Like Shaq had to cut, um, hide his identity. Cause he is super uh, as well. Oh, yep, yep. We're gonna get a steel, we're gonna get the steel version of, of Shaq at, at Revolution hey, Baby. Yo, the multiverse. <laughs> that, that's I, like Shaq, it's like Shaq's equivalent when Finn does demon mode. Yeah. He comes out to the Sam. He, he comes out to the steel, uh, score, which actually wasn't bad. I still remember it to this day, but. <laughs> Yo. First of all. <laughs> oh my gosh. They, they needed a backstage interview where they, they did like that Brendan Fraser movie where they had just a whole bunch of sweat coming down and they would have been like, yeah, just give it a hundred and You want to wrestle good. You hope to wrestle good. I think I wrestled pretty good enough. <laughs> Well, uh, you gotta win the match, and you know sometimes you don't win the match, and then you become the loser, and that's that's what happened tonight. Like, where did he get a uniform from? (laughs) Oh man! And of course, um, we seen we also seen uh, Pack and and Ray Phoenix uh, take on take on uh, John Skyler and D three. Now they just squashed them. That was was a two minute super squash. You got a true introduction to who who was. Yo, shout out to Ray Phoenix. 
Yeah. That was a showcase. They were like, oh, no, nah, we don't we don't play. Like, let's show you exactly what we do. And they all just did, like, every one of their moves, and it was over. Yeah, First man. of all, it's like if whoever the AEW bookers for the tag team, shout out the Bucks, like, looked at the rest of the, the Lucha Brothers resume, where they're like, oh, there's another page to this. Oh, <laughs> we them over immediately. <laughs> We've talked about it a lot on the show. Like, we don't know how much of that is them not wanting to get involved, really, or if the, if it's AEW not really giving them a chance. And I don't really know what it is, but yeah, the, I want to see a lot more from them. And Phoenix, for sure. Well, Phoenix shout out to hard. Phoenix. He just, um, I saw he got voted what best high flying Mexican wrestler and um, best high what flyer else and yeah, well deserved as best Mexican wrestler, best, best high flying Mexican wrestler that like this between him and Kalisto, like what? not Mexican wrestler, best but best high flyer. Yeah, like, that's a that's very funny thing. Uh, best Mexican wrestler that wears the mask. That is <laughs> <a> <laughs> <particular> <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it was a category for best high flyer, and that's what you want. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, we also man on those ropes. He's crazy. Oh man, and that dude's got like an infinite gas tank. Like he can just go and go. No, and go I was, and go I was and go super and impressed go. with like, yeah, like to be able to fly outside the ring. Like he, I think it was, yeah, Pack jumps over the top rope, tope or whatever, then. Tags in, goes on the top rope, 450. We're like, oh, it's all good. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's limited. Cray, cray. Hell yeah, Wait. man. Um, I'm sorry. Of Pac, do you think he's going to get a belt running anymore? Yo, Mexico MVP and best flying wrestler. That's what he won. Okay. Shout out to the yeah. for throwing it in there. Thank so, you. Yeah. Uh, well, Mexico. Oh, well, there's only two right now, so there's TNT and and the and the World Title. I really can't see him having either right now, but mm-hmm. down the line for sure, I could see him as a TNT champion. Um, I would hope so. Like, yeah, but he's kind of stuck in like this, you know. I just, you know what? And I don't want to get into the whole record thing again, but they clearly said three times when he came to the ring. That he is the number one ranked singles wrestler in AEW. Pack is. Oh, he is the wait. number one ranked singles wrestler in AEW. They no, he's that. he's tied is with John a, Moxley right now. Is that including Dark though? It's Dark. Well, of course. No, but okay. So he's behind Moxley, which means he's next up for a title shot, correct? But oh, he's just so. in. The, but he's but he's doing tag team stuff right now, right? But, no, but then that's, that's why that's why Mox ranked singles wrestler in the company. No, no he that, that doesn't have a singles match. They, that's they Moxley. Officially, they officially announced that the Lucha Brothers, because of the win with Pac, which was weird, they're in the tag team uh, little. Uh, right, that's what I'm saying they're in that tag team tournament, whatever it's for. Not Pac though, the Lucha Brothers, not Pac. Pac is oh, not booked. Was he just because they're down the because they're a faction? They're, they're a faction. They're Triangle de la Muerte. So yeah, it's yeah, kind of like right, SCU. Yeah. Like if if SCU wants to sub out Scorpio with you know with Frankie and, or the latter, like that's it's like a trios thing. Mm. I think maybe maybe when we get offline or somebody, you got a computer in front of you. I think they said Lucha Brothers. We all got computers in front of us. Wait, what are you trying to find out? 
we're, we're all staring at computers. Is, is, is it hey, Rand, I'll be right back. Is Pentagon good right now? He's not sick or nothing, is he? Alright, wait, 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 wait. Tag, tag rankings. Young Bucks champs, Jericho and MJF first. Second is Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Third is Jurassic Express. Fourth, FTR. Fifth, Top Flight. Yeah. That's what we got. And then under, un, and then under that is their overalls too. Yeah, yeah, they showed their overalls, but they're ranking no, as, I'm, I'm as tag team. Who's booked in that tag team turmoil or whatever match that they do? Let me pull up the card real quick, uh, because yeah, the, it's the, uh, I think Uncle Dave said it was the Lucha Brothers. But if it's Death Triangle, I'm with it. First of all, I was shocked that SCU still Oh, thinks- it's, it's called a Casino Tag Team Royal. Okay. So they're doing a battle royal but with just pure tag teams. Okay. However, so we got a week, so they, they, they're definitely my pick. I'm just saying that up front. However, like they're doing the ladder match. Penta is doing a singles, is doing a singles in the ladder match. Okay. My bad. So then I'm incorrect. I'm incorrect. So it is pocket, which is a weird pairing. Like I, I love uh, Penta, but I think Penta should have been in a tag team match and Pac should have been in that. Yeah, it, it is a little weird because Pac, Penta, and and Phoenix they have their 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 trios faction, so they're kind of interchangeable. So that's why Penta is gonna come back and do the ladder match, which is a very dangerous match, and, you know. And then all and then you have you know um, Pac and, and Phoenix doing the the tag team you know battle royal, and uh, he's got to take a bump. We know he, he is gonna, he's gonna Mexican destroy somebody. Oh yeah, somebody's yeah. getting Mexican destroyed. But he just came back from a bad hip, didn't he? So this is like, ah, why are you doing this? Yeah, he's doing like the worst because match. They don't care, man. Mexicans right. is built different, man. Y'all built different out here, man. You know, people get shot every day, but he don't care. Go through a lot come back stronger than ever. <laughs> yeah, they, they, somebody's taking a buff there. Going so on. yeah, and, I mean, what and, you're saying is he's gonna give it 110. percent He's gonna go out there and wrestle the best he can. Good. <laughs> he hopes to wrestle um, good. You want to wrestle good? Man, I think he's gonna I, wrestle pretty good. I flip 110, percent man. You hope to land all the flips you flip, but man, sometimes you know. Sometimes you don't. Yo, I want to so, talk about what Shonika mentioned and what I think is happening or needs to happen. It's a trios title in the AEW. Have you guys talked about that? I, 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 I think we talked about it in past episodes. Yeah. I'd really like to see that. I think, um, I think they're built for it. They've, they've built a very faction heavy show. Well, and, and let's, let's remember Tony Khan said we're doing an emphasis on tag teams. Like, like tag team champions are just as prestigious as just as world champions. So I, I think if they're going to definitely pull the trigger on a trios championship, I mean, I could see tag teams. Also kind of having those trios champs if they really want to open up their factions. Mm-hmm. But then it can kind of get out of control like what New Japan does, right? Cause New Japan has tag team titles on both weight classes and that never open weight trios title that gets no shine. Yeah. So if they wanted to do this right, they should do it how they did it in Lucha Underground and just do a trios title. And no tag team title. Right. But then it defeats the purpose of tag team wrestling on right. AEW. <laughs> I mean, I need to go oh, that, that does it, yeah. So, I'm, I'm so if you're a tag it. team, can you have both titles? Like, can I be a tag team champion and a trios yes. champion? 
don't yes. care. You can hold any titles you want. If they book it, they'll give it to you. Yep. I, I mean, I it's, you've seen it done in New Japan a lot. Well, no, I'm saying that they shouldn't allow them to do that if they're going to have both sets of titles. Like, I, a trio is still like a tag team. I mean, it's a three-man tag. So, if you're a trio, then you can't have the tag titles. Like, you would yeah. have to have a... Here's something. I want, I want us to try to keep this moving because there's the rest of this show and I still want to do... um predictions for the for the pay-per-view but i just want to end with this because i mean the rest of the show was very entertaining but i don't i mean the shack part was definitely you know the thing that everybody talked about and um the rest of the show is really good but uh ngaku overdrive mentioned we have two gimmick matches for AEW title shots happening at the show um and again this is to me it just changes the idea of what a ranking system is for you know what I mean and I, and I hate to keep going into that but I just feel like I wish we could have a time where it's like yo the number one ranked guy is just fighting the number two guy and that's just what it is Not that's what's like, happening Kenny Omega and then one of them will get to be the number one guy but but that's what's happening his gimmick match that one of those gimmick matches is the exploding barbed wire match between one Kenny Omega one John Moxley that's fair, but I think that well, the casinos and the play-ins and all those things, we have, we have a, what, a tag match happening for that, and we're also having a ladder match for the TNT title shot, now, right? My, I, I understand what you're saying, uh, and, but I also feel like it's hard for them to keep up with the rankings. Like, if you think about it, then it's like if, if somebody gets hurt or, or if they decide that a, that a booking is not worth it, then they paint themselves into a corner. Like, you know what I mean? That's like if you have a retirement versus retirement match, but then you don't, the person that you want to retire, uh, can't retire or, or the person that you were going to have them retire. It's like you book yourself into a corner. It's like, it's like, okay. It's like a TV show that goes in and is like, you know what, this is the end, but then they get renewed and then they're like, oh, but that wasn't the end in the before. It, I think I get what you're saying because it's basically with rankings, all the best guys stay at the top. So you would only keep seeing the same guys. How do you swap new guys in if you're going by a ranking unless after they lose their title shot, their ranking resets? And that's why they have like power they, rankings they, they and then those. Overall, applying back up the ladder like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of where the the thought the thought comes to mind because the uh, the ladder match, and this is where I do agree with Ongaku's point and your point. The the ladder match is going to be Cody Scorpio, who who again just came out of nowhere. Penta yeah. again, who just came out of nowhere. He Lan- was in open stasis. Yeah, yeah, and then Lance Archer, who had to beat Ray Phoenix for that shot. Yeah. Max Caster, um, and then a, somebody else who's had a, we don't had even beat know somebody, and then First Tony Khan said he's going to bring a big a big name to the to the to that to that ladder match too, like in like a yeah somebody else big name to it for it just a, just oh, another surprise. So Archer and Max got ricocheted. Remember the whole yeah. <laughs> like they got ricocheted. They got ricocheted. Ricochet no, is now a verb, and um, it doesn't just mean selling very well. Um, so, 
Okay, so moving on from the show, I I kind of popped. I'm a, I'm an old man, and so therefore I popped seeing Tully Blanchard come out with his robe and the NWA US title. The ten pounds of silver. That, <laughs> ten pounds of silver. I popped for that. I can't even lie. I I was like, you know, and well, Tully Tully didn't look half bad, which really surprised me. And, and then you had and then you had FTR with the NWA tag team titles. I thought that was really cool. Like I I didn't know that they were the champs. You know, I had to ask social media, and I was like, "Yo, that's, are they? that's dope." Or did yeah, they just find them? Tully Tully said, "Here you go, boys. This Yo. will be good." <laughs> they just went and bought them online right before the show. Like. All right, we can buy. Here we go. Let's, we're champs now. But they got replicas. <laughs> they win. They win them online somewhere. So here's, here's the thing. Going off of all this, all this, all this stuff. Number one is, is uh, we talked about it before we got online. Is the whole big show? I feel like ties into this whole thing. Um, you mentioned the secret person, the surprise person that's going to be added to the ladder match. Now. That and, and the new signee that the big show keeps talking about, do you feel like they're overselling and they're gonna underperform when they deliver? Uh, let's talk about it. I think you gotta keep your hopes in the middle. Um, me personally, the only person I would get excited for is not a Hall of Famer, and that's Zelina Vega. I think yeah. that would be the, a great pickup for them. But that's, that can't be it, cause that's not who he, who he's just talking about. I think Zelina Vega would make me excited. Kurt Angle will not. Mick Foley will not. Uh, Mark Henry will not. Um, you know who I think it is? He keeps driving a stigma of nothing new as well. Right. Like, I don't necessarily need, but, but people make, people think because it was, because it's, you know, Big Show who said it, that it'll be somebody who's a friend of his, you know? And so, but that doesn't necessarily mean that. Some people are talking about Jay White still. We're talking about RVD. We're talking about... I mean, we threw, we threw our Brock in this, um, in the pod earlier. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know they can't do it. If he would break their bank, but what if? I mean, now, why not? I mean, I, I think it would break the bank. And I don't think they would really be down with that, but like, now, I don't know. Friend, friend. Brock doesn't seem like the, I'll take a pay cut to help you. Yeah, like, what I want to help you for, like, I'm trying to get paid. I, I think, Mega, uh, I think you actually just influenced the conclusion that I just came up in my mind right now, my wheel turning, <laughs> that you, you and Teak were going over what happened with FTR. You know who would make sense? And it will fall into the whole plan. Make all this. They had all their former NWA champions. And then that is the fourth for them to go. Woo! But that's why they, they brought oh. Sean Spears in, right? I yes. thought, see, that's that only problem with that is they had Sean Spears the there stuff, right? and they were still doing the four things. So like, I don't know if they, but you know, so with JJ Dillon, with is Tully considered the fourth. Oh, Did we already give hats off to Tully uh, for pulling yeah, off a, a decent suplex? <laughs> yes, yo, Tully looked good, man. So I was not we, expecting that. Since we tying those together, since we tying those together, what do you guys think about Arn coming out throwing the four as well? 
Like, yes, he's a member of the Four Horsemen, but that like, they cool he's also with that was real Nightmare cool. Family. So, like, where's his where's yeah. his allegiance? Where's the loyalty line? Well, I think it was like I approve of this, that kind of thing. Like, I think he was like, "Yo, I approve." Like, you know, I'll give y'all my blessing. You know, to stir the pot. You bring in all this, and guess what? Guess what? Few you have spark again. All this Cody, Cody, and all this, yeah, Hell the belt. And I, but it's not because you know, I every time I get excited for anything wrestling related, it's always the opposite. Don't get excited, guys. Yeah, it's probably, okay to suspend your disbelief. Why not? Okay, I mean, so so here's what here's Angaku said it, and like three other people said it to me on my Twitter. If it's Christian, how do we all feel about it? You guys feel good about it? If it's Christian, I'm okay with be, it. I'm I'm cool with that. I'll be happy with it, but I'll be disappointed that he's not ending his career at the same time that edges, and we won't get that a tag run with them. I would love a tag run with them. What a crazy time! What I say? This is crazy timing when you think about it. Like. The fact that, and uh, my homie Chris brought up to me, Big Show was on WWE TV four weeks ago. So at this point, you know, anybody, anybody's almost fair game at this point. Like nobody's locked in as far as those like legends kind of guys go. So, but do you think they would give Christian like, yo, final four in the Royal Rumble and not have him sign to any sort of long term agreement? Well, if you believe Uncle Dave, you said I that. I don't know what is, what is AEW offering people to get in the flip like that. Why? Money! Well, bro, help they insurance. got that much money to get Big Show to say, hey, <laughs> FWD can come over here. Let's unpack <laughs> No, no, no. I don't think that's what happened. I think he, he went to Vince and was like, yo, they want me. And Vince was like, take that money. You know, I think that's what happened. He's like, look, you can come back whenever. Like, when your career's over, you're you're our guy, you know. But go do your thing. Who do you think? Who okay. do you think? If they made the jump, one of these uh, the guys that's on a legend's contract was kind of a free agent. Who do you think that's out there? If they made a jump, will burn that bridge with WWE forever. <laughs> I mean, we've seen Moxley do it. I don't think he burned the bridge forever. Nah, I don't think. I don't think anybody could. This Vince doesn't take anything personally, in my I, opinion. I, don't you think yeah, if somebody's like, anybody can come back. Bro, seriously, if Warrior can come back, who, like, they did a whole smear DVD on this dude. <laughs> like, come on. Still one of the most funniest, uh, <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, I was so mad at that DVD. Christian of all people, and that's funny we're talking about Christian now. But this is Christian, like, 15 years ago, saying making on this, fun making fun of the Warrior. I'm like, man, shut up. Like, who are you? Right. <laughs> Talking about the, oh, I didn't ever understand what he was saying in his promos. Oh, he just got gas when he came to the ring. Like, man, shut up. <laughs> I, I, it made as me so as, bad. As long as you come back and kiss Vince's ass in his office properly, when he goes in there, the door closes, no camera, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I, I agree. So there, there is no, there's no, there's no final, there's no, uh, burnt the bridge ever. I, it could be John Cena. Popping up yeah. on AEW, and <laughs> I think you'll come. We'll, we would see John Cena commit Sepulco in the ring live on a pay per view before he steps into anywhere else that's not AEW. I, I mean, I, I agree, but I, I think that Vince don't take any of this stuff personally. I don't know, man. He might be money. high off that. Um, he might be high off that watermelon Mountain Dew. He uh, he hocking in these commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to Watermelon Mountain Dew. It's delicious. I, I didn't Somebody told like me it. it was gross, but... I don't want to like it, but I do like it. The Zero <laughs> is 
Um, so, speaking of surprise, who do you think? Like, I assume that the that the ladder match person is going to be a young guy or somebody that's in their prime. That is, uh, uh, it's going to be like an independent darling. Uh, um, I don't know who's who else is out there. Yeah, like who else? Is um, really out there? Hey, you know who I wanted to be? If it's the subject of the ladder match, I would like to see. Not calling him by his WWE name, I would like to see Tommy end as a part of that match. Uh, Alistair, I feel like he's yes. still under contract. No, but that would be fun to see. Is, but bro. I think he's still under contract. I don't think he is. Maybe. I think, I think if it's anything, it's somebody from GCW. But who do they have left? I think to be fair, what it should be. It Ooh, should be somebody from Impact if we're being fair. Like it yeah, should be like a Chris that's Bay. True. It should be. It should be a Chris Bay, a Bruce, or somebody. Ran. I think to be fair, but I don't think that's what will happen. But like, yo, like you've been able to. But is he? A, I would love to see Chris guy. Bay. Chris Bay is. No, no, yeah, Chris Bay. I, he's one of those guys. He's not doing anything. Yeah, we except. talked about it. He took the Canadian Destroyer off the ladder. He can be in a ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> he sure can. But do you, want, do you want Chris Bay to get the, uh, the Impact new guy, not the Impact, the AEW new guy push, where you come in and you don't you don't really do anything? Like you're like, oh snap! Well, I don't. I don't think it would be an AW. I don't think it'd be AEW new guy push. I would think him being a representative of Impact, like they've been doing with, you know, the other Impact guys, them actually putting him in in that picture. And see, here's the cool part. Here's a hot take, right? At at one point, at one point, Chris Bay had, I want to say, three or four titles from four different. Independent organizations all at once. So why he also couldn't Chris had on Twitter? He had what now? What? Cody, Cody Rose was tweeting about him on Twitter yeah. and stuff like that, which, met, which led to you know, I've which led to him getting signed. But you know, and of course, along with his own talent, we don't want to you know say that. Oh but, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but um, but definitely, I feel like with him doing that, it would be fire. To see, uh, him maybe hold, he get, he gets the X Division back and impact, he gets the X Division belt back, and then he comes over here and maybe somewhere down the line if they do a, a program with him and Darby, maybe he has the TV title on some, on some heel shit, maybe he's playing keep away with it. Like, hey, I, I gotta work impact, so, you know, I was like, I didn't want to defend the belt this week. Speaking of, of, of impact, what if uh, somebody from Impact or causes Penny to help? But but that that would work. But then it wouldn't. Like I don't think AEW will be able. To, it I think. I mean, it would be interesting. Like if Swan or somebody costs him the title, and then he goes <sighs> after Swan's title. <laughs> no rich Swan. But hey, um, you know, of course, of course, let's, uh, you know, to kind of put the, the, the bow on episode 193 here. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up and we'll get into our Patreon exclusive episode. Uh, did we have any, uh, any brief final, st- final thoughts going into this week of wrestling? Well, we got a pay per view coming up Sunday, so we got to do our, our predictions unless you have already. Um, also want to give, um, uh, Rio Mizunami. Props for winning that women's uh, match against Nyla. 
Good yeah. match, hard hitting. Um, Hikaru Shida in, in the white suit is everything for me. I'm just, I'm a huge fan. I'm yeah. digging, I'm digging the white suit, Shida. Yeah. It is, it's, ah, chef's kiss, beautiful. Absolutely. But, um, so let's talk about, let's, so let's, let's talk about these quick. matches. Predictions for AEW well, Revolution, of course, our gentleman. Doing the, I was doing the thing today. I, I got you. I got well, you. Yeah, I was ready to say. We'll play it on the uh, on the Patreon version. How about that? We'll play it. Thank you. We'll play it for the. It's it hasn't officially come out yet, but it will be on streaming services. In fact, it'll be there tonight. It's ten o'clock. Uh, yeah, it'll be there tonight. So check my page. It's called Revolution. It is. Officially uploaded right now on my Bandcamp page. And so it's fire. You can go get it. Um, it's, it's kind of a banger. And, uh, yes, it is. so we'll play it for y'all on the Patreon episode, but here we go. Y'all ready for a revolution? Let's talk about it. Let's go through this, this card. On the pre-show, we have Rio and Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker and Rebel. Uh, any thoughts on that one? I think uh, it should be short and sweet. Rio and Thunder needs to go over. Um, I think I, so. I think Britt Baker's faction needs to either break up or just move over. Or if anything, uh, implode. Again. I don't know. I just think this match needs to be quick. Showcase everybody individually. Just keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. Rio and Thunder Rosa definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I dig both of them. So I agree with that pick. Uh, wait, Neo's not here. All right. We'll get his picks later. Um, casino tag team battle royale. Who y'all got? Shit, that's a tough one. Everybody, I, I feel like it's either gonna it's either gonna be Dark Order, Death Triangle, or the Gun Club. Neither I think one. it's gonna be Triangle, Death Triangle. I hope so. I think them showcasing them this week could have been a little bit of a preview, just to let people know that you know they're serious. Absolutely. So like, me, Death, Death Triangle, I feel like would get that push because it's for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match, and maybe Death Triangle is trying to, you know, reassert their dominance at this point. Um, yep. Also, thank you, Ran, for that. Uh, also, we got a tag team match. We got Miro and Kip Salian with Penelope Ford at ringside versus the best friends Orange Cassidy and Chucky e. T. Uh, of course, Chuck Taylor was with Miro doing the, 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 what do they call it? Uh, thing. The wedding? Yeah, yeah. The, he, he, was, he was his good boy, or what, what's the term I'm looking for? Young right boy. Oh, uh, yeah. He was his boy. young boy. Right. I didn't know the term prior to when we were talking about it the first time. I had never heard the term before in my life. <laughs> it's the second time a major wrestling company in the States used that. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, but, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so with the, so we used to call them bag boys. Bag boys. Okay. Okay. Well, so, um, yeah. I think we gotta, I think it's gotta be Miro and Kip or, well, not necessarily. Nah, I feel like this time. I do think the best friends gotta get their revenge. I think, revenge. I think Miro's gotta look really good. Miro is gonna snap. Of course. Yeah, I yeah. think best friends win Miro snap and then he beats up Kip. There we go. I think, oh, okay. I think, uh, best friend, uh, Orange and, and Chuck gotta win. Well, Chuck's and, injured. Well, I thought no, it was Chuck, Chuck e. T. You're talking no, about the uh, other one, sir. Oh, Trent. Trent said. Like, Cassidy and Chuck. Yeah. So it's gonna be Cassidy and Taylor taking this. And hopefully this will be the end of the storyline that's caught on 
Yeah, this has been like three months and, and it's going nowhere. So yeah. they both deserve better. They deserve better than this. It's story. like back to back wedding storylines for Miro. Shout out to him. <laughs> for, being, for being the wedding goat. Wedding being team. a good sport. Hey, um, let's, let's talk about this space revolution. That's why he has to be that tip maybe he can solo and do his, do what he needs to do. And stop yeah, being tied and, down. And I just it. realized he's number five in the solo rankings. Oh, I don't shit. know if that means title shots sometime soon. <laughs> and he's undefeated. And he is undefeated, so it's time to go solo. So are we going to get a gimmick, uh, Street Fighter Five, him versus Kenny, uh, <laughs> arcade match? But he's, he's, uh, I don't know, but I want to see him fight from Brian K. Ooh, that's a hot fight. I want to see that. Ooh. Okay. Who's who he uh, after, like, it's a lot of beef in the ring. That is a lot of beef. <laughs> uh, next match over, uh, we'll, what he this one we'll get into in a little bit. What were you saying, Z? Big sweaty man slapping meat. <laughs> Big meaty man slapping me. Shout out to Big E. Uh, next, let's talk about, we got a face of the revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT championship match. Cody Rose, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Zero Miedo, uh, Lance Archer, uh, Max Caster, and a uh, sixth opponent to be announced. Now, do y'all think it's going to be any of the existing people or do y'all think it's going to be, uh, <laughs> uh that's a tough one. I, I honestly, I, my heart wants to say Sky, but my mind is saying TBD. Yeah, I think same. You you bring in a guy, and my they gotta win. Tell, I, yeah. So we all agree. Hold our predictions to find out who this person is. I want Scorpio Sky, but like you. you know, we we clearly right. mentioned like he he just he just came off an injury. Like he didn't really earn a spot here. He's just there. And even on commentary, he was he was kind of being a little heelish about it. You know what I mean? Like, it was I don't have to be, I don't have to be 100% or I, I don't, I, I don't have to work for anything because I'm me, you know? Like, he, he, he was saying that a lot. And was like, there, so maybe a turn is coming, but like, you yeah. know. And was it weird? Was it weird like, uh, when, uh, Charlotte cries and Maine's healed her promos? Like, like <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's weird. Big money match. Winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. So we got Hangman Adam Page taking on Matt Hardy. <laughs> Who y'all got going over I, now? I, big I, big I, money I, match. I wish I cared. I don't care. But about that one. <laughs> oh, this sucks. I, I wish I, I cared. Um, Adam Page buried this Matt I Hardy. Y'all not, not invested in this storyline? I like big money. I like match. it. Y'all not, y'all uh, not invested I like in, it. in uh, Hangman and, and, and again, the Dark Order? You also got to remember, Rand doesn't watch GTE. He's probably not watching right. the product regularly. Right. He probably doesn't know all the Cardi shit that Hardy's been doing, you know. And you want to see, you want to see Adam. I have, yeah, you want to see I'm Adam wondering. bury him. You know? I do want that, but like, I feel like hopefully that's the end of this story if that happens. Maybe, maybe this makes me heal, but I feel like Hardy is gonna win just because yeah. it's and and I get Marcos's point because it's a pretty fresh gimmick so right now he's paying people to to do uh to to hurt everybody in the dark order and Mm -hmm. he's basically putting hits on everybody in the dark order with using all of his money 
you know. So okay. it, it's it's been a pretty interesting story. I mean, that is interesting. I've seen I've seen a lot of it, and you know, I guess I haven't seen BTE, but just from what I've seen on the show, it's it's interesting. He, he's playing like a Vince McMahon character or something. It mm-hmm. <laughs> is um, big it's money, Matt. It's like Sammy McMahon in the Mean Street Posse type shit. <laughs> yeah, nice friend. Of, friend of the show, Simon thinks that this is going to um, end with. Um, Hangman Page leading the Dark Order. Ooh, I feel like I'd, I'd be happy with that. that that's where that. Distance. I wouldn't be mad at that. I think Adam like Page fight. needs. Yeah, still, still fun. consultation. We got, we got to have, we got to have negative one. Wait, yeah, what about negative one? We got to have negative one at consultation. Well, I'm sure he's still gonna be there, but I'm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I honestly but think I think, that. I think he has to go to school at some point and. I'm like, yo, this kid like, gotta go to school. Man, man he's, neg- he's negative one. He ain't got to go to school. What is school? Doesn't need school. The negative one. Hey, the Japanese girls. The, the, let's let's talk about uh the singles match for the AEW World Championship. Hikaru Shida, champion, defending her title against Ryo Mizunami. Who wins this? I think, I think Shida wins. I'm hoping this match gets interrupted by Zelina Vega. I don't know why oh, I keep hoping that. Oh, the Trinidad will be. Uh, that's what I want to see. I don't think that'll happen. I also Fire. mentioned another person that he mentioned, like someone said in my chat that made me think, okay, because they were like, oh, Hall of Fame caliber. What if it's Mickey James? Mm. With Nick Aldis. Mm. Hey, hey, there you go. There you go. Nick oh, Aldis is the mystery person Yo, for the ladder match. Money. Now you got Mickey James. On. Mickey James comes out mm-hmm. during the ladies match, so hey, couple stay together. They say AEW. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> that's the year old white dude. I just don't want that. <laughs> well, I, I, in the latter match, I don't think it's gonna be Nick Aldis. The reason why is because if you want to be legit, why are you gonna nerf the NWA title and have the top guy in that company? But like, I'm oh, you know what? That makes, that, that makes you know what I mean. But still, it would be cool to see. But anyhow, uh, street fight. So we got Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks taking on Darby Allen and Sting. Of course, we've actually seen Sting do some movements. Sting gave somebody a scorpion death drop. <laughs> it's So, so who, who's going yeah, over in this, y'all? The padding and Sting's uh, costume. That's who I said. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a whole, he's got the, a whole uh, D-Lo protective. He got a flak jacket on. Not a no, but yo, we're laughing. But Tony Khan confirmed this. He's wearing really. No, you know who he's looking wow. like? He's looking. He's looking like Big Daddy from Kick Ass when Nick Cage had all that pad <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yo, wow. Alright, this is, alright, this is weird. Sting, you're wearing Sting is like, Heyday Sting is one of my top five wrestlers of all time. However, I don't think he needs to win this match in any way. I, I'm, I'm, Team Taz needs wins badly. They need to be dominant. They need to win this. And they need to destroy these dudes. They like, need that's sign, just my opinion. They need to sign Mbatu, put him with, the, put him with the tax faction. Yo, Umbatu would. He's a big beefy boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Put him in there, man. They need. They need to look dominant, man. Like they can't be running from this old man. They brought Sting in. Yeah, the whole reason they brought Sting in is to get broken by Team Taz, and then he leaves. There you go. That's good. There you go. That's it. 
But he got a multi-year contract with them, so it'd probably just be, hey, he probably won't leave. It'll just be some backstage shit at that point. <laughs> Like I, I feel bad. Um, you like I broke stage. Darby <laughs> Allen is gonna get tossed around like a rag. Of course he is. That's all oh, he's he gonna do. be. A he's gonna sell every spot. He's gonna almost get killed. Like he's gonna do something crazy. He always does. He did. Not, he did the zipline thing though. That zipline thing was dope. That was cool. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, Shana good. It's a it's a street fight. Yeah, Tip, typical street fights are, are always no DQ. False count anywhere. And it's supposed to be feel iffy now, man. You guys know, but oh, but I I think I think didn't we hear that this uh, fight is going to be um, produced? Who said that? Oh, I thought I thought I heard that the street fight was going to be produced. That'd be dope. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think it's a good idea. As long as it doesn't end like the Matt Hardy. Uh, it it might have been before they knew what Sting could do. Now they've been testing him out in these um in these little bits and pieces on the way though. Yeah, they need a stunt double to get, get them off. Throw <laughs> going. Yo, they gonna take it to the football field. This and, is and Brian Cage is gonna power bomb. <laughs> he's gonna Yo, this he's is, gonna power bomb Darby through the goalposts of the this football. This is evil Rand coming out. This is evil Fedora Rand. He wants to nah, see nah, motherfuckers nah. get annihilated. I just I don't I don't want to see Sting get hurt, obviously, but I just don't, don't think he, I don't win. think he should win this match. Like, I agree. Nah, I know what I mean. Sting losing uh, when they power bomb the same dummy that got set on fire by the WWE. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> two, two more matches and then we gotta get to this Patreon episode. Uh Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and MJF. Uh AEW World Tag Team Championship on the line. I'm sure we've all been following the thing. We've seen uh we seen the Young Bucks get a little measure of revenge, a couple of table spots on AEW this week. So who's going over? Young Bucks or Jericho and MJF? I can't call this, y'all. It's definitely got to be the Bucks. I'm saying Bucks. Jericho and MJF. Yeah. I, I okay. If I do, I don't know. It could be a toss-up. The way they booked the Bucks, get Shout out to their dad, uh, uh, overselling. And honestly, if if MJF and Jericho don't win, then further the implosion of inner circle like if they lose by shenanigans by somebody interfering trying to help them the only other person who's out there is Wardlow well yeah he could he could screw it up um I could see that you're right if if the story is that the inner circle you know may not forget along or, but I think Sammy has been missing, so I would like to see Sammy Guevara. Yeah, pop but, up. but but AEW isn't known for Schma's finishes. That's the thing. Like That's for the most cool part, artist. they do they do stuff stuff pretty clean. Yeah, all the all the interference happens after matches. It usually happens every single match. <laughs> somebody kind of runs out, and then yeah. But I kinda, but I kind of like that, and that's I mean, what's cool for me as a wrestling fan because what I get drawn to is wrestling. I want to see who got the hottest signature move. So it's nice that AEW doesn't do a whole lot of smash finishes and shit like that. As, as you saw them, I like to you know you could see signature moves done. Okay. I agree with that either way because the Bucks can survive without the belts um, I don't think for their Bullet Club program they need to be champs just like I don't think 
the OGBC needs to, not the OG, the, the Good Brothers need to be canceled. Yeah. It's like, it is what it is. It could happen, whatever. Um, in a perfect world, you have, uh, POD come out, but you know that's never happened. Hey, happen. man. Uh, that would be something. And speaking of, speaking of that, without any further ado, one of their original affiliates, uh, will be in a exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Heavyweight. Who would have thought we'd hear this again in America? Uh, Kenny Omega defending the title against John Moxley. Exploding barbed wire match. Now, in all honesty, I've seen clips and bits and pieces of an exploding barbed wire match. Have I watched one entirely? No. I feel like I'm going to be pitching the majority of this match, but I'm still going to watch it because it's Moxley and Omega. <laughs> who, I, who we going for in this? I think uh, there's no way. The more I think about it, that that Moxley wins because the number one last time they had a no DQ match, uh, Mega uh, took the finish, kept the moving. I think it's time for you know that fifty fifty booking, brother. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I can see that. Expect, especially when this match. Does favor Moxley more than Omega? I think if his, if you're looking at the in, into the annals of history, because we know Deathmatch Mox is Super Deathmatch Mox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Facts. I wouldn't be mad at that, and and that and I do think that it's something that a lot of people don't expect because everybody's thinking like, oh, Mox is worried about Kenta or worried about New Japan stuff, and he may go over to New Japan for a little while. So him getting this back would surprise a lot. So I'm not mad at it. Yeah, Man. but he really have to go back to it, or he just has to take a flight to California. Down the street where he well, lives. yeah, but you know, in these in our world, these wrestling companies are 10 million miles apart. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, he can't go wrestle for these guys and wrestle for these guys in the well, same who week. Who the hell knows? But we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the what the schedule is. We don't know. Well, what technically, Mox is. did something similar to that. He did New Japan Strong, and then he went to go do Bloodsport. And yeah, he, that, wasn't that cool? And then, yeah, and then he's gonna go yeah. do this, you know, this match this weekend. I mean, Mox is making the the runs, baby. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he's absolutely. working. He's putting in the work. I didn't think I would really be into the whole blood sport thing. I thought this shit was tight. I was like, oh, this is dope. It's, basically, it's what it's what Raw Underground should have been. Oof. Yep. Bang. Yep. <laughs> no, it's what Raw Underground was aspiring to be. What it was, was what it was supposed to be. to be. But yeah, yeah they just they, they couldn't get it done. So, uh, I guess the last of our predictions, um, do you think they further the Bullet Club storyline here? It's Kenny. It's Kenny. Do you, so you can, anybody, anybody new? Do we get further, or it's kind of like Kenny wins, they close out the, the card, and then that's it. They're done. Ken, Kenny, the Good Brothers, everybody heads held high. Kenny has two belts. That's that's what that's what's happening. It's Kenny on this one, and I love Mox, but it's Kenny on this one. Yeah, right on. What do you think, everybody else? I don't know, man. I, I don't. It's a little bit, I don't know, it's a little premature to end it now when I feel like. No, no, I'm not saying end it. I'm saying like, do they further? Oh, do we see something else? Do we see I, something happen? I, 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 don't, I don't think tonight per se, because they're, they're kind of already announcing 
a new TBD person for that ladder match, and then they're doing that other person who's going to get signed, that Hall of Famer. I don't think they're going to riddle us with surprises. Yeah, 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 it ain't going to be the surprise show. They already got the two surprises planned, and they're going to leave it at that. But when it comes to this, I think it's literally between the two of them. Since Tiki's back in real quick before we end the show. Tiki, uh, your predictions on the uh, the exploding barbed wire death match between Kenny and John for this weekend. Um, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quite, us and quite a few people agreed. Kenny, what I was saying before, just before you got in is like, this is, you know, this is him and the good brother's heads held high. Kenny has two belts. This is what he wanted, those bragging rights to prove to Moxie that he can go there. Cause this is more of a, of a match that would be kind of in the favor of Moxie. He's the What's more What's you talking about? But I don't think they have the U.S. belt on here. For no, the U.S. belt isn't on the line. He could yeah. he could probably put it up. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know it's like not on figure, the line. Figuratively speaking, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know it's not okay. on the line, but I'm just saying he's but he could hold it up. Belts from two different promotions. Uh, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, because he is trying to be that belt collector, right? Exactly right. That's what I'm saying. So it's the, it's the belt okay. collector. Yes, okay. absolutely. So, no NWO finish where everybody getting jumped at the end after, after <laughs> nah, nah, no, I, mean, I mean that like you know so, so there's so they're gonna I can see that. No they're gonna play it straight, no small inch to further. Like I'm not saying new guys. I'm saying like, you know, the the good brothers come out. Well, the good brothers will get involved for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that and no DQ exploding bar? Somebody will have to help I don't know, try to even the odds up for Moxley. Hell but, yeah. uh, but yeah, I don't think we'll get like a big new surprise. Oh. Absolutely. Well, um, so a couple of things we're going to go ahead and get into our Patreon episode, which is probably not going to be too long considering, <laughs> considering where we're at now, but, uh, we definitely appreciate everybody for rocking with us. Uh, to all of our, uh, Patreon subscribers, please make sure you go ahead and pay that money. money. Greatly, greatly appreciate it for sure. Patreon episodes up next. Um, I I was actually meant to prepare a snack for the week this uh this week, uh but I didn't you know because I was gonna ask Rock and didn't realize that Rock wasn't gonna be on the show. So that would that would have been nice to have a snack of the week though. Uh I'll but, say I'll say Hikaru Shida wearing white. Anytime she wears okay. white, she's a babe. Okay, okay, so I like it. Hikaru Shida in white is uh is our <laughs> snack of the week uh this week. Interesting. Okay, that's for that's sure. Uh, What's so, up? Do we have a quick burial of the week, T? State of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Texas again? Even <laughs> already. <laughs> Dang, Texas again. Nah. Texas, Yo, Texas keep keep doing bad. Uh, we can give it to who was it? Also, it was um Mississippi. Mississippi. Too, so I'm, Mississippi. I, I, I ain't deleting Texas from this write-up. I'm just saying Texas and Mississippi at this point. Uh, yeah, That's fair. Exactly. Uh, because I'm a sneakerhead, my burial of the week is gonna be uh that chick from Nike and what's her face for for being caught. And her yeah. and her son, they deserve to be the burial of the week and the donkeys of the week. Fumble in the bag. Oh yeah. Well, was she like a she like a VP or something like that? Like the Nike. Yeah, she was yep. a VP. VP. Her son has this big old sneaker flipping business and she like helped him get started. Was buying him the sneakers, helped him start the business, like the business license and stuff in her name. Like, yeah, man, it's crazy. It wasn't, you know? it wasn't a situation where she didn't disclose she wasn't violating Nike policy. 
But you know how it is when a company gets bad press, they're gonna have to do oh, yeah. something about it. Well, you could kind of bury Nike too because they they allowed it to go down. It was just that when people found out she was spending a hundred k on a on a you know company card, <laughs> then they had to do something. But like they let the business go. Yeah, and I'm Which I'm gonna crazy. say that that's the reason I don't have nice sneakers. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and like you can never get in line on that sneakers app anyway, so fuck off. Right, you ain't never been getting on the sneakers app. Um, I, I missed out on another one. Uh, <laughs> I missed out oh on my dunks today. Oh, yes. oh my god! The ones you posted, them shits was nice. Yo, those dunks was fire. Was fire. At ten, they were gone. I never logged into an yeah, app. it was like a minute. Sold out. It's yep. like a minute. So to so to the state of Texas <laughs> and and the guy running it and to Nike, we got a big and misses. Alright, so, <laughs> so that's for y'all. That's what we do to bear. That's a wonderful clip. I blame, blame me for that. I'm a black dynamite fan. Alright, so yo, we, we gonna call it, um, we are going to, um, head right over to Patreon. So if you are watching us live, you'll hear it. If you are not watching us live, you go to patreon.com slash Mattmania podcast and you will hear our exclusive Patreon content. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So uh, we're ending it now. We appreciate you guys. On behalf of our lead booker, Mega Ran, on the illustrious Neo X, on the villain T-Call, and on the Hispanic Lion, Marcos, uh, I'm G1 to the rescue. And as as always, in pardon, no matter what you do, stay safe, stay masked up, and always and forever keep your shoulders off the mat. Yes. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.